Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 75 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back on another beautiful day here in Portland, Oregon, and joined, of course, by a couple of my favorite people. Uh, Hydralisk, how are you doing tonight? doing awesome the show has just began i'm already having a blast uh hanging out with you guys and i'm just stoked it's like let's do this yeah yeah sheep how's it going meowdy i'm doing pretty well myself this friday evening in southeast texas ready to hang out with some friends like we've been doing yeah and hey we've got we've got a, a really special guest joining us tonight so not only uh is he legendary Hearthstone uh, player, but also streamer, also creates amazing videos. So, hey, welcome to the show, Shibo. What? Hey, Shibo. How's it going? Hi. Reporting from the humid swamps of southeast Michigan here. <laughs> uh, walking outside is just just entering a warm bath. Oh, that's gross, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know exactly how that goes. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to think that we have it bad. Like we, Hydra and I are in the Pacific Northwest, in, to some regards. Like I mean, I'm I'm like Pacific Northwest U.S. and you're, I guess, the Pacific Southwest Southwest of Canada. Of Canada. <laughs> yeah, but, but we we're complaining last week because it was like it was like 80 degrees, but it's it was like it's hot. You know, usually it's like kind of cool and mild and rainy. I was like, oh, it's hot outside. You guys over in the Midwest, it's like, oh, you have no idea. Hey, no, no. It it did hit like 110 for a few days straight there like a month ago. That was pretty bad. Yeah, I, I also definitely think it's funny that that Nate continues to think that Texas is in the Midwest. <laughs> that see that shows you. I've lived on the I've lived on the West Coast my entire life, and what well, what do you consider? It? I guess it's the the central. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of the south, like it's the south. Okay, you know, south, it's southwest. It, it depends. What did I call it? The, mid, the Midwest. It's definitely not the Midwest. No, <laughs> it's the 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 big big mid south. <laughs> it's it's <I> the mean, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> it's just Texas. It's that big thing in the middle bottom, <laughs> right? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> didn't mean to do that <laughs> oh, off, off to a great start i see <laughs> oh my goodness hey shiva oh. welcome to the show and it's it's really exciting to have you on um i love your work i'm a big fan your videos are absolutely amazing between, I think, the comedy aspect, but also the, you know, the overall design, the animation. Uh, they're so much fun. And so uh, I was introduced to you a while back by our good friend, Goliath Dorf, uh, who you collab with from time to time, right? On some lore stuff of your own. So uh, really excited to get to hang out with you. Actually, I actually met Goliath after, I believe it was after... the. Maybe the Skullamance lore video, but it's like that's where I met him because I, I watched your stream for it. And I saw Goliath. I'm like, hey, lore guy, 
I know nothing about World of Warcraft. I've played five minutes of World of Warcraft, so I know no lore at all. So going into Hearthstone, just getting in this lore and stuff. So it's like Goliath would be perfect as kind of like the foil for like give me some lore, and then you can have, and then like have. He also has the persona of a dwarf, so he can do like the narrations, and, and it'll be great. So that's where I met him. The it was in the show. Hey, small world. How about that? Nice. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> Hey, so for people who um, may not be familiar with you, can you give us maybe a little intro about yourself as much or as little as you want to share? But like, you know, who who are you? How did you get started playing Hearthstone and any, anything else that you want to share with us? So um, a while back, like way back in 2014, I remember like my friend was like, there's this new game called Hearthstone that we should try it. And I was like, no, we have Magic the Gathering. Why would you play Hearthstone? This is a digital card game. This is stupid. Go away. So, then, how regretful was it that four years later, I'm like, hey, can you tell me what's the best deck to play right now in Hearthstone? Because <laughs> I just started to like, get out. <laughs> he actually quit at that time. And then, like, he, he, he caught the bug again. And then he's like, oh, no, you got me back in. So, <laughs> I got it. So, I officially started in 2018. Um, it's like Boomsday, Witchwood meta. Um, but, like... Uh, so with that, I started playing Hearthstone then. Haven't reached Legend until like last year. Um, my first Legend was a big Shaman deck right before Skullamance happened. So like cool. right, be- right before the de- right before the game like really just hit the gas and the accelerator and became like too fast for that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, but with that, um, I-, I started in 2018. My fiance was like really into it too. And she's like, you should try this out. And um, she kind of like um drifted away from it but then i started like getting really hardcore into it just playing solo adventures like um like my favorite part of hearthstone is like the dungeon runs mm-hmm. so catacombs um was where i started i just like grinded that out and i was like this is so fun i tried doing ranked and um didn't i didn't do that very well i remember being really frustrated it's like why can't taunt quest warrior work like 100 percent of the time i'm so frustrated <laughs> um, <laughs> Because I was like, whoa, you can get Sulfurus, and it's like, you have the Baku hero power, and this is this is the most overpowered stuff possible. I'm indestructible, and I can shoot fireballs. It's like, I'm only... And back then, it was like rank 15 at the time. So, I was in the Hearthstone at that time, just playing on my phone, usually. And, um, you know, um, I don't know if we can say the the dreaded word, but... When that happened back in March last year, being at home, I'm like, I I always had the goal of wanting to have like a YouTube channel and like posting game content and um and all that stuff. And I actually have there's a book that I was reading and there was a really great caption to it that I hope I can kind of like share a little bit about that. Of course, yeah, um, yeah, please do. This is a book called Age of Entitlement by Christopher Caldwell. Um, he writes it's it's sort of like a look at the last 60 years of like American pop culture and like um, politics and all that stuff. So he had written like a hundred years ago, somebody could communicate a message um, through like a poem and they could submit it to like their local newspaper or they could just submit it throughout their town and stuff. Um, and it would be free. It'd be instantly accessible. You didn't have to have too much skill other than like writing something, just getting it out there. And over the course of the years with like radio, television, and then, um, the means of access to like get your message out has been like a little too like more complications such as 
being more expensive or having tech to back it up. And now we're in this time where it's like you need a really good computer and like you really and like he had highlighted that now it's like kind of expensive to just get a message out there. But I felt like I was in a I felt that kind of struggle over the last like 10 years not having access to like a good computer to like make videos or you know, like I mean, if 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 anybody uses Adobe products, they know about how. Oh, awful tell me about it. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so like, uh, so like, I finally was able to get in like a really good financial spot, and it's like game breaking. I was like, I have so many opportunities now. Yeah. And it's like uh, now I don't feel bound. I can do the YouTube channel now. Mm-hmm. And now, <laughs> back then, when when I wanted when I wanted to start this because. Um, I started out with RuneScape content back in like 2010. I don't know if you guys know what RuneScape is, mm-hmm. but oh yeah. Um, so I started with that, and then um, like I was like, yeah, this is where it's gonna go. But I had a really bad computer, so didn't have the the means to really do that. Um, but with that, um, I was able to get like a really fancy new computer, and uh, I had a camera, and um, I was like, all right, let's go make some videos. Just looking back at my most recent video now it's like just plugging all this time into adobe premiere i'm like wow is really kind of like cringe where i started off like in april last year but yeah that's where the kind of that's where the channel kind of started i just wanted to make funny videos poke humor at the game i know because i love hearthstone and how how just it makes fun of itself Mm -hmm. and the satire on wow i love that i love it when games and things do that so i was like that appeals to me but maybe i could take that further so that's that's why I wanted to start the channel like that. So I hope that does answer your question like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there are yeah. a lot of there are a lot of fun too, and you can tell that you put a lot of uh, energy and you put a lot of heart into your content. And so I, I highly recommend it to anybody. You know, um, we'll we'll list all of your um, contact info and and all of your links and stuff in uh, our in our show notes and on our website and stuff as well so if anyone's watching or listening to this down the line like highly recommend checking out shibo's content especially on youtube it's great it's really great one of the things i wanted to ask about a little bit was the artwork on there because you've got you're kind of you your iconic like you know shibo character but the artwork is amazing can you tell us a little bit about that (laughs) So that is drawn by Namioki, to which started as my girlfriend, now my fiance. So it's like mm-hmm. now it's like if I need art, I just go next door in my office. Like, hey, uh, can I get Shibo, but like dress as Gul'dan and like just make him kind of like silly and like on his spikes, but cat skulls. She's like, yeah, sure. And a half an hour later, there it is. What? It's so, amazing. Um, I love that. Incredible. <laughs> so it's like I don't I don't have that yet because I have a Gul'dan I I, I review all the Book of Heroes chapters. Uh-huh. So like one of the things I do for all the videos is like something I, I because I, I I like having the um, different um, some something identifiable for each video. So the Shibo model will change for the videos, especially with the reviews for the Book of Heroes chapters. So um, with that the Gul'dan one that's that's going to come out soon, but. Um, with that, um, yes, I wanted to, um, I wanted to vary it up and just do something different um, with sort of like channel art. I, I, I see because like when I was researching, it's like how can I make sure it stands out and express myself in the best way? And I was like, just have a goofy dog dressed up like um, 
all these characters from Hearthstone, or or when a new set drops, I'll have her be like, "Can you draw? Can you draw the blue dog in Dark Moon Fair style or United in Stormwind style?" Um, and uh, the origin of the blue dog. Oh yes, yes, yes. Tell <laughs> us. It's really this. Th- this could have been entirely, could have been entirely different conversation too. Because when I was starting, I was like, okay, so. I'm very, very, very negative when I'm thinking about like, like the world and politics and all that kind of stuff. Because like my my mind is always there. So I'm like, so what if I just pick Doomsayer as my mascot? <laughs> so <laughs> and like, she got a laugh out of that. I was like, it's really good. So it's like, okay, so like Doomsayer could be it. And I was imagining the opening it was like, the end is coming and <laughs> and all that. So, but I was like. It's kind of hard to like dress up a doomsayer in like X, Y, and Z because then it's like, oh, is that an elf cosplaying as Gul'dan or is Gul'dan but with like pointy ears and not an not an orc? So I was like, the blue dog because yes, it is a blink fox. Yes, so I looked at blink fox and mm-hmm. I liked blink. Blink fox looks cool. It has a cool ability, and I was like, it's all. It was also like kind of a good meme at the time. So, like, uh, I was seeing, like, Blink Fox memes on Reddit. So, um, I was like, okay, this is something I could go with. And I got a Shiba Inu puppy that that's that month before. So, I'm like, how about I just base the channel off him? So, I have her draw Shiba like my dog. So That's rad. I was wondering. I was wondering. Because when I hear, I, I saw the dog, and then I, I see the name Shiba, and I was like, is it a Shiba Inu? But then it looks yes. like a blink fox, and like, well, there you go. That's that's great. The blink sheep. Yeah. So um, I have her draw the. Um, <laughs> I see the uh, the blink fox emojis. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, but with that, um, I have her. I had her draw the the mascot like my dog, and uh, so I. It's so like we always have funny jokes around the house of like, because uh, like our dog's name is Miso. He's a Shiba, so like Miso Soup. Just something really silly with it. That's great. Yeah. Like, That's great. We take the dog in my family and they go, oh, it's soup. Hi, soup. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we'll have the dog and uh, and it's like, oh, what are you going to dress up as today, Miso? And um, uh, and uh, and like the catchphrases I have on the channel, like, uh, anyways, let's get started. Or no, we'll like, we'll just imagine him saying no. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. So he he he's become like um, a household joke, but in a good way. In a good way, it's just, he always reminds us of Chibo. That's great. What a good story. We see. We yeah. typically will ask people like, "Hey, how did you come up with your name?" Um, and see, we went there organically. That's so great. That's so great. So and uh, and with the Jaina and with the um, with Jaina Chibo, because that, that that there is a lot of controversy. It's like be kind of mm. hard to like have like um like Jaina or Goldan or anything like that if it was Doomsayer. So I'm really glad it ended up with the blue dog. It's just like one question that keeps being asked about me is like, are you a furry? And it's like, no, please stop. Don't <laughs> I'm not. And it's only because it's like people actually like go on my channel and like back this was like way back then, but they would comment it's like, oh furry, gross, get out of here. This it's is like, furry. please. You in, insert Seinfeld 
Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you do what you want to do. That's not me. But it's like, everyone yeah. keeps tying this in. And it's like, how many times do I have to say it? That's funny. That is not where my head went. <laughs> this was like, just like post it to Reddit. And you're like, oh, furry garbage. Get out of here. I'm like, uh, what am I supposed well, to Well, Reddit is Reddit. I mean, so. Yeah. <laughs> Reddit, enough said. <laughs> Right. I mean, there is something to having a, a cute mascot character. We we have our own kind of cute, mm-hmm. you know, little dragon it thing. Does. So, uh, it's you know, it's more fun than some big scary thing. Uh, I don't know. We have fun with it anyhow. Uh, so, in fact, I think, I, yeah, right. I mean, it's got to be enjoyable. I don't know. Something something to make you smile. So. Uh yeah, what is your favorite uh, class in Hearthstone, or your favorite card, or what is you know? Do you have a preferred play style? I uh, I because uh, like I w- I was writing down some notes here, like what do I say about this? It's like yeah, I like Warrior, and I like um oh I gravitate to Big Warrior. Okay, well I like Warlock, and you know Void Collar. It's oh I like Big Warlock. Okay, uh, I like <laughs> I don't like Priest. They do like resurrection priest. Uh, oh, that's big priest. I like paladin, and it's like, and duel and commencement. Oh, I just like big paladin. Hey, so there you like, go. Yeah, like, I, I noticed your first couple of videos were on like darkest hour warlock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> was that deck. I miss it. That was so. That was such a stupid yet fun deck. Uh huh. Were you around? You near- were you around okay. before Naga Sea Witch got nerfed? I was not. Uh, so yeah, I you missed that. Know, you would have liked it. <laughs> I know about the dark lore of Naga Sea Witch. And, uh, I was there for Sip Sap. That was awful. <laughs> yeah, that was... Ugh. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, I, I just... I, I, I like mana cheat. I like ethical mana cheat, such as Warrior. Because, like, Warrior doesn't get um, a cadre of resurrection spells, like Priest. Um, and, like, you got Dead Man's Hand for recursion. That's like tactical galaxy brain levels of like managing your resources. Yes. So it's like you have gather your party, you have commencement, um, and the cowardly grunt, whatever his name is, like the new one. So it's like all those all those things, like they don't copy the minion, they just drag it out of your deck and Yashiraj. So it's like a very delicate balance of like maintain like getting your minions out there, not overexerting yourself for a board wipe and uh, making sure that you have more ammunition for later after the board wipe. So it's like with that, it's like ethical big decks like warrior or, you know, trying to get paladin to work. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, like a dual paladin or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Dual commencement. Yashiraj. Yeah. Um, and uh you know, Snack Run. Snack Run is a great card for that. You can possibly get a commencement off that or a duel. And wouldn't that be great? Um, I mean, you said so. a- ethical decks, but I saw what you just hit Legend with, so... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was... Look, this is... This is this is to send a message. I was sending a message to the developers. Because if you saw my most recent video today, I... Uh, so before the nerfs, I took a, um, <laughs> I took, I just put Demon Seed into a deck and clicked complete my deck. And the AI built the entire deck and I just rolled it with it in Legend. 
and I won 12 out of my 14 games. <laughs> and I got wow. from I got from low diamond four, so like no stars diamond four, to legend in an hour and 10 minutes. Oh my gosh, that's gross. Which version? Is it the, uh, the fatigue version, or is it the one with all the giants? Like traditional... Um, Sea glare. So okay. like uh yeah. as your basic components of like crystallizer, raised dead, dark glare, flesh giant, but like it plays it it was playing like happy cool, which is like really a really, really good card. Just like especially if you can cheese it out turn two with a full board of guys because you're gonna heal. And then like uh if they're in molten giants, which it's like I did not play a single molten giant, like yeah, factor that in too. So Two of my cards were inaccessible in my deck, the Molten Giants, because they always cost, like, eight mana. I won mm. before I could play the Molten Giants. So this was, like, I had a handicap of two cards I couldn't play, and yet I still got to Legend in, like, an hour and ten minutes with an AI deck. And I was like, this is this is all nuts, but I'm going to rant too much about Dark Lair. But, um, <laughs> but, but I did it. I did it to spread the message of, like, even the AI knows what's going on with Seed Glare. <laughs> <laughs> And I told I told my Discord, I was like, guys, I got Legend in an hour and ten minutes. Here's the deck. Or just do it yourself. Just put Demon Seated and click complete my deck. Make sure you have Crystallizer and just you will you will get Legend very fast. Yeah, yeah. That card is nutty. It, I mean, I always like it when there's like an old card that was always bad and all of a sudden it's good again. But it's like it's like the Matrix, like not like this. Not not like this. <laughs> you know? Where it's like... Because you can definitely see people like arguing, we need to nerf Crystallizer. Crystallizer needs to needs to only deal like two damage, gain two armor, or something like that. And it's Crystallizer like, oh, is not the problem. Right. You know, I, well, let's 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 put that on hold for, for a minute and, and, right, 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 and right. loop back yeah. to that. No, 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 it's good. But I think we'll touch on it in the news section because um, there's some maybe upcoming changes. Yeah. Do you guys have any other questions for Shibo? Um, no, I don't. Maybe we could move into our weekly recap. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So we just like to check in with everybody, see what's going on, what you've been up to in, you know, your own world or the world of Hearthstone, just anything in general. Nate, let's start with you. What's been going on, man? What's, what's happening? Yeah, of course. So I played some Hearthstone. Um, I, uh, I'll, I'll get to the deck later, but um, I I got my 500 wins with Demon Hunter, which is exciting. I stayed up extra late and did it last night because I was like, you know, over this past week, I was about 30 away and then I was 20 and then I was like 15. I was like, can I do it before the show? Maybe. And then I got to 10 and I was like, I have to do it before the show. And then I stayed up until like two in the morning doing it last night. And I was like, (laughs) I finally did it. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, okay, cool. Now I have 500 more wins till I get the nice portrait, but, uh, halfway there, halfway there. So that was, that was good. Um, I've been playing some other games too. Like the, I, I feel like the wild meta is kind of like flaming garbage at the moment, but, um, I've been, so I've been playing some other stuff aside from Hearthstone. I, I will say, uh, I was really happy that with this last update, they fixed. I was going to go through and replay the Rokara Book of Heroes and then realize that I don't have to because they fixed the bug and I have my crown now. So, oh, nice. Uh, so that's great. Um, but yeah, so I, I played through um, 
I don't know if you know if you guys know I'm a big fan of these old school like point and click adventure games, and so I went through and replayed uh, Phantasmagoria uh, this past week. It's like a one of those old FMV games, the full motion video games, like point and click adventure with like some horror in it. And that was fun. It was really good. I, I played it over the course of like two days, and it was really fun. And then I started playing a game called uh, Stasis. It's um, it's like an isometric, like Diablo style, but it's also kind of a point-and-click adventure, sci-fi slash horror. Um, that's the you guys talking about that skull or what? Oops, uh, there it is. It's on GOG for ten bucks. Uh, it's pretty fun. I think I'm probably about halfway through. It's hard to tell the length of these games sometimes, but I really love adventure games. Like just play mostly for the story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Armor. I think that was around. Like I've played the seventh guest in the eleventh hour. They actually made a a seek, uh, like a fan made sequel called the Thirteenth Doll that you can buy as well. So hit me up later. We'll talk about it. But uh, yeah, I've been playing Stasis and it's fun. Um, I uh, have been binge watching lots of TV. I've been working on a lot of Photoshop stuff for our listener series. And typically what I'll do is I'll be playing around in Photoshop on one screen and then I'll have like Netflix or Hulu or whatever playing on, on the other screen. And so I jammed through season one and season two of Attack on Titan, which is great. Like I had already watched the first season and then went through and watched all the second season, which is awesome. And uh, we'll hit the third soon. But I was like, I was a little tapped out. Like I did two seasons of that like just back to back and it's pretty heavy. And so like, yeah. I need something a little, a little different. I, I want something like totally mind numbing, like just some ch- cheesy, whatever. And so I opened up Hulu and I was kind of browsing through the, uh, reality TV stuff. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled upon this show called Kings of pain. It is the most, it is like the most terrible TV <laughs> show that I've ever seen. And I just binge watched an entire season of it. Uh, so, okay. So here's the premise, right? You get, it's these two guys and these are like, these like manly guys with beards and, and <laughs> one of them's got an Australian accent. Like these are macho dudes. And what they have decided to do is uh, there's, there's this like old school pain index that goes, you know, one through four and, and some scientists measured like, you know, how painful is this, you know, bee sting? How painful is this bug bite or whatever? And these guys are like, well, we're going to modernize it. And and we're going to... Uh, essentially what they do is they take the most dangerous, like, wasps and hornets and spiders and snakes and piranhas. And then they purposefully get bit by them or stung or injected. And then they yell and scream and then they rate the pain. <laughs> and it's like... It's insane. So these guys, they go down. They first they they hunt the animal, you know, and they film the whole thing. Like, oh, we're gonna catch this scorpion, and then they talk about it and they hype it up. And they got their Australian accent, like, oh, you know, this is the most scary, dangerous scorpion, and and you know, whatever. And then they they catch it, and then they sit down and they stick it on their arm, and like poke at it until it stings them. <laughs> And then it starts bleeding and swelling and they start screaming. And and like, I remember texting sheep. Uh, they did one. They, okay. So they, they did one with the Burmese Python supposed to be like the biggest snake in the world. And, um, and they caught it and then they let it bite them. And it's like, 
I mean, geez, Louise. So I, 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 I was watching it. I sent him a photo of it. It's super gross. But the quote was, he goes, and confirm, dude, it opened me up. Good. I'm bleeding a lot, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I don't Last even, words. I don't even know what I just watched. <laughs> right? Like ten episodes of this. Uh, how are they not dead? Yeah. So they sit there. It's these two guys, and then they have a team of of doctors that are like on the side and they measure all of their vitals and stuff like both before and after. And in the director's cut, I'm sure that the the medical team is strongly advising them not to do it before and during the event. I cannot imagine the lawyers working on this show. Like you must have to sign all kinds of like, I will not sue you if I die. Like, you know, (laughs) I mean, it's crazy. It's insane. So it's on Hulu. If you anybody is wants to watch it, I don't know that I would recommend it, but it is definitely something. The snake one in particular was just gnarly. Like I have never seen anything quite like these guys caught piranhas and then stuck their hands in and let the piranhas chew on them. It's like, are you joking me? Why? <laughs> Go to medical school. I- it's like <laughs> you go to medical school for 12 years and it's like you move your your way through school and you and like you're a doctor and your first assignment is to help some frat boys get bitten by snakes and piranhas. Oh my gosh. The yeah, the the worst one trained for this. Oh my goodness. The worst one. So each episode they they do like two or three. So it's usually it's like a bug and and a I mean they got all kinds of gross stuff. The, the worst one, like the one that got to me the worst was that they had this tarantula and they got the tarantula to bite him and it has these giant fangs and, and it like the fangs go in and then, and then they go in more and, and it like, oh my God, I just like, I could feel it watching this. It was just cringing, but, uh, I somehow made it through nine episodes of this and made some pretty nice artwork for the listener series. So <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I've been up to. I'm very happy it's it's the weekend. It's been a long week at work, and so I'm I'm excited. I did start um, the Gunslinger. I told my wife, it's like, hey, hey, Sheep and Hydra have been like reading the Gunslinger, and I have it. Like, I'm gonna read it too. We can have like our Born to Be Wild book club going on here. Ooh. And I started it, and man, I am struggling with it. Um, it it's I'm having a rough time between the the like the verbiage that they use and like the funky cowboy slang and there's weird words for sure yeah but i will but keep i will keep pushing through because i i'm having, i'm invested now yeah having read all of the dark tower the gunslinger is probably the hardest one to get into even though it's like the shortest one um it gets better and also it's like it's not even that the gunslinger is bad it's just a lot it's very exposition heavy mm-hmm. which is kind of necessary for all the things that it sets up but uh it's the fact that you're struggling through it a little bit you're you're getting used to the language you're getting used to like you're learning all of the new characters and yeah it's it, it's the learning curve book for sure it reminds me if i if i read anything before 1950 it's just like everything is so wordy and there's like hardly any punctuation. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is just such a slog to read. What what is the I what are you trying to tell me, book? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I 
I will jam through it. I mean, it's pretty short compared to all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'll I'll jam through it and then I'll I'll report back. But I'm excited to to. I feel like I'm doing a little book club now. So, anyways, yeah. Sheep, what have you been up to this week? Yeah. So you mentioned busy work. Busy work is the name of the game for me as well. Um, I, I work in higher ed and the students are coming back. Funny thing about that, work picks up. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> right. Yeah. So well, they're the reasons why we have a job. That is not a complaint, but it's also very busy. So uh, outside of general work craziness, the, the week work's been pretty decent. Um, uh, played CFDs on Wednesday, which was a blast. And I always have fun going on some sea excursions. Um, hung out with uh, uh, Hydra and Nate and Jordan last night. Oh, uh, yeah. How can I forget? Cute cards. That was, <laughs> that was super fun. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, so Jordan uh, MG will be editing that together. And, and that'll be on uh, his YouTube channel. And that was so much fun. Definitely check that out whenever you get a chance. Because, oh, man, that so, some of those cards are adorable. And there's a special tier for a, a, a card that you would not expect going into a cute Hearthstone card rating. So uh, mm-hmm. check it out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that was a blast. So now, of course, get to kick it with the crew here. Um Gosh, earlier in the week, I watched Birds of Prey, um, the like Harley Quinn movie. It, it it started as more of a, like an ensemble thing whenever they were marketing it. And then they were like, oh, Harley Quinn is the one who's marketable. So then they like hmm. changed it to be more like Harley Quinn centric. And I heard that it was like meh. And so I went into it like, well, this isn't going to be very good. Like I saw the original Suicide Squad movie. Like it's... It's not going to be good. And then it was a really good movie. So I was like, all right. It, it top was... tier? N- no. But I had really low expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And then it far surpassed them. Like, it, it was nice. really fun. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I I had fun with it as well. I The new one, I think, was really good. The Suicide the new, the new suicide Side Squad, if you haven't watched it, like, it was really good. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, uh, the new Suicide Squad is just an all-around great great movie uh this one was definitely like you said more of the like fun tier which there's nothing wrong with like every once in a while i want to just you know watch a fun movie and kind of what i needed this week and we take those (laughs) i remember watching suicide squad back in 2016 and it's like is this new one just like a complete restart or is it a continuation what is it yeah, so it's a continuation, but instead oh. of um, like the original director, whatnot, I don't even know who did the first one. Um, I, I've seen it. Eventually, I finally finished it. I fell asleep watching the first one like four times. <laughs> like, it's not good. I, if you like the movie, I'm sorry, it just wasn't my thing. The new one though was directed by uh, James Gunn. Oh yeah, who did like Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy Two, and it's it's really good yes not to mention slither if anyone's ever seen that movie yeah slither from 2005 yeah (laughs) about that vintage yeah that was a weird movie (laughs) yeah so speaking of movies i also started watching howl's moving castle on uh nate's recommendation and it was really good but it was a little heavier and like 
more melancholy than I kind of needed, you know. Oh, yeah. It's weak. It's like, uh, I need something that's a little bit more of an escape. So I, I put that one back on the shelf and I'll, I'll bring it back out later. But uh, I'll definitely get, get back to it because it, I can tell it's going to be really good. I, I just haven't, you know, finished that one off yet. It, you got to be in the right mode for it. Like, it's not a happy movie the way that a lot of like the studio Ghibli stuff is like, it's not, it's melancholy is a good word for it. It has a good ending and the book is amazing. Like hands down, I've got the audio book. I'll give it to you guys. Um, it's so good. It's better. In fact, it's not, it's not quite as sad and the ending is really cool. And there's a lot of stuff that the movie leaves out. So anyways, so I've been on kind of a, I would say a, a Studio Ghibli kick, but like I hadn't seen any of the Studio Ghibli films before, like what earlier this month, and I've now seen many more than zero. So um, <laughs> going into it with all of the like kind of happy aesthetic of like Totoro and the Spirited Away stuff, like I thought it was just gonna be you know well, like, kids movie. It's just like happy fun, like yay, and then I watch it and I'm like. These are much more serious, isn't the right word? Almost melancholy, but like they're they're much deeper than I thought that they would be going into it, and that's not at all a complaint. Obviously, like I I, I kept on watching more of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this past week was was definitely not one for Hell's Moving Castle at the very least. So put that one back on the shelf, and I'll get back to it before too long. Uh, also, speaking of watching, um, kind of like light-hearted type stuff uh watch some things happen in big brother which is uh my uh guilty pleasure and um hydra and i'll probably have to talk about about that before too long but i'm i'm, I'm not happy with what just happened this week so if you watch it <laughs> commiserate with me but we will be going forward and watching more <laughs> it's funny how upset you can get like there was one season i can't remember who went out uh, but somebody went out and my wife lives like mid season. She's like, I'm, I'm not watching the rest of the season. Like I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I have no reason to watch anymore. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like whenever uh, the celebrity, like the second celebrity one happened and Tom green went out, my wife was like, we're done. Like we don't need to watch the rest of this. Like he was the last good part of the show. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's been my week here in the city of electric sheep. How have things been in your neck of the woods, Shibo? Well, uh, Goliath has been hosting a D and D campaign, um, and we just wrapped that up. Um, oh, fun! And, um, what type yeah, of character so, do you have? What What is your uh, your character? I was uh, so I'm I'm playing a rogue, and we're done with part one, and we're going to part two like sometime soon once we figure out our schedules. But I was playing a and I, I don't play D&D that very often, so I'm very much a rube when it comes to understanding, like, um, anything about it. I really just want to, like, roleplay and just uh, enact it out and stuff. Um, but uh, I'm playing a rogue right now. He is a, a young uh, pirate recruit for a very small group of pirates. Um, these pirates were afflicted with a curse when they were pillaging an island of treasures. And uh, all, like, various body parts of theirs are enchanted by the curse. So my character's left pinky is enchanted by the curse to where if he touches anything with his left pinky, he can identify the value of the item he's touching 
in any sort of currency that he can think of. But you know how a library is as useful to anyone who does or does not want to read. It's like my character has to understand what currency I want to be looking into. So it's so like, for example, like <laughs> I'm not like if my character doesn't know what Canadian dollars are, he's not going to be told the Canadian dollar worth of the item he touches. So mm-hmm. um, I will like text Goliath in Discord. It's like, hey, I'm going to touch this. How much is it worth? Because only I can know it. Um, That's so, fun. That sounds like so much fun. My goodness. His crew. His, so like his, his captain, his, his his right ear was enchanted to where he can speak telepathically to all of the crewmates. So he's been taunting and torturing me, my character, where it's like <laughs> he can't get sleep because um, all he does is he has my brother kidnapped and I'm working for him to try to get my brother back. Um, so with that, we found out that he's been bound and held captive on the Island we're on. So he's just been taunting me the whole time. Like get, get over here. Just go on. And just like, it's four in the morning, please. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> um, so we're acting that out and we found the prison and like my character has kind of like gone through a progression of just uh, being like a coward, in the beginning, it was like there were some crabs on the beach that we had to fight, and like my character was like scurrying up the palm tree to throw like coconuts and rocks at it, at, at the crabs, and and everyone's just like, "What? What are you? What are you doing? They're just crabs." <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know, I just I don't want confrontation. So it, <laughs> you don't want to get crabby. <laughs> well, the first time, like I, I I disbanded from the group so I could telepathically communicate with the captain. I went to sleep in a cave, and I woke up next to a giant scorpion. Like, <laughs> Goliath was like, and you wake up next to a scorpion. What do you do? <laughs> so it's like, um. Oh, my gosh. Do you guys record these by any chance? Oh, we don't. Oh, um, man. That would, be, that would be great. Have you ever watched Harmon Quest by any chance? We we watch Harmon Quest. Like, I, I don't watch them, but my fiance will have them on. She watches Harmon Quest. She watches uh, what's that one with Matt Mercer? Um, with like oh uh, role, yeah. yeah, Critical Role, yeah. yeah, 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 Critical Role. Like, she'll watch that and stuff. Um, so I'm telling um, you guys, here's here. This is the winning formula. You record your sessions, edit them, and do like Shibo videos of like you know an, uh, animated D and uh, D campaign. Oh, oh my wow. goodness! That's I mean that's a that's a lot of work, but I would watch it till the that cows come fun. home, uh, or a, uh, or a podcast. Just saying, <laughs> the entertainment uh, value is so high. Oh my goodness! Especially if we can simplify the things too, because like I was telling Goliath, because he's like, "What does your guy look like?" I'm like, "Uh, South Sea deckhand, but without the bandana on." <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a great touchdown too. <laughs> and he's like, "What's your captain look like?" Uh. Gangplank from League of Legends before his art rework, I guess. <laughs> so you know, I just imagine like the South Sea deckhands just like bouncing around and stuff and jumping up the palm tree. <laughs> so that's a good idea. But I have so much on my plate because these videos take a lot of time. So oh, I, I don't imagine. know. But but if we did like maybe like a quick ten minute like recap of the adventure, I think we, I think we could do that. Um, especially since one of our character one of our characters is just basically Sawyer. For from lost so it's like i could just i could just take sawyer and just put it put him in the in the uh clip oh my <laughs> like sawyer and south sea deckhand um so um and goliath is really wanting me to talk about the conclusion because my character like arced 
um, he was able to overcome his fears, and he's been trying to get everyone in his party to kill his captain for him because he just can't do it, and he's tired of the torment. So he eventually, and I had like a really, I came up with like the, um, I came up with it on the fly, but like I was basically saying like, um, you have tormented me all my life. You have my brother captive. You are nothing more. Like, you are nothing more than a worthless man, and now your life is in my hands. And, like, my character, like, I was giving, like, really deep, like, hiji kind of, like, commentary, and I stabbed him in the throat. Um, oh, and, wow. And the other, <laughs> the other, the other crewmates were watching, just absolutely terrified. And on the, on the, so I, I, I can come up with, like, dialogues like that on the fly, but, like, Goliath tested me as, like, okay, what are the crewmates' names? I'm like, Charles. And he goes, no, that's the captain's name. I was like, oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> Charles II. Okay, cool. He's Charles II. What's the other one's name? I was like, uh, Darles. Like, okay. <laughs> so Goliath is like, so Charles and Darles are terrified of what you just did. <laughs> oh, that's so, great. Wow. Wow. Now they're indebted to me and we're going to find my brother. Next <laughs> nice, nice. That's a lot of fun, man. But, yeah, we just got done with that session, and uh, nothing really spectacular. Um, watched RoboCop, as you can see by the video that I had there. Um, uh, there's someone in my Discord named uh, It's a Me Shovel. He highly recommended the old version and not the new version. And I saw, and I looked a little bit at the new version. I'm like, yeah, I can tell where this falls off. But um, I do like those like. Like 1970s, 1980s, 1990s, like renditions of what the future is going to be like, dystopian kind of movies. And just seeing, like, oh, that's cute. They think that the, the future is going to have robots that walk incredibly stiff and <laughs> have I'm guns in their thighs. I'm still upset that we don't have hoverboards. So, right? Yeah. Six <laughs> years ago, too, right? Watch that. And that was the basis for the video. Nothing really spectacular beyond that, though, besides the D&D campaign and stuff. Sounds like a lot of fun, though. Hey, Hydra, what have you been up to this past week? Well, this past week has been actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. This week was supposed to be absolute mayhem at work. We had tons of things that we were supposed to do. It was supposed to be absolutely crazy, and it all got delayed. So... You I take mean, those <laughs> we, like we, we take those, especially since next week I'm on vacation. Ooh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> uh, good for me. Not so good for my coworkers because I feel like they're going to be absolutely swamped because we had so much that was supposed to be coming in and like so much that is going out and all sorts of stuff that was going on. And it's not going to be an easy time, but for me, I'm like, yep, I'm out of there. It's like, just, it, it's about time. It's been really crazy summer and I'm, I'm just stoked. So we're heading off to a local lake uh, with hot springs and nice beach. And something really, really cool is this amazing floating water park that they have. Yeah, dude, this where- thing looks crazy. It yeah, really if, you, if you guys are watching the video of this, um, you can see pictures of it. So this thing floats uh, like a couple hundred feet off the beach, and it's just full of trampolines and slides. It's it's inflatable, so it's all bouncy. 
around is like one giant massive bouncy castle if um, you can imagine that are you sure these aren't photos of american ninja warrior <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like it doesn't it the thing is i have been on it before <laughs> so like i know it exists but yeah, no, this this place is, it's really, really cool. Um, in the bottom photo, if you look, it has the big inflatable pillow thing where you get launched. And so like one person sits on the giant pillow and there's the tower behind it where people stand on and then they jump and they land on the pillow and you get launched like jackass style. Dude, right? that- Except no one's shooting you with paintballs. That person's like <laughs> at least 20 feet in the air. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I, so I've done this launch before. Um, it was it was pretty sad actually because a couple of years back, my son and I stood in line to get to be launched, and when we got there, they they're like, "Oh, no one told you you have to be 12. And my kid was oh, like nine nine sad. or so at the time, oh. and he's like, "No," <laughs> and so he's stoked this year because he is 12. <laughs> so like he's he's ready to go um but when so he got to watch me go and when i went like i'm a decent acrobat like i've had a trampoline my whole life i can do flips i can flip on my snowboard i can do that sort of thing i'm what? good at that that's rad um nice and yeah i don't often like talk about it or anything like that but i like flipping i'm good at it like i can do multiple backflips in or i can do backflip 360s front flip 360s and tie them all together it's stupid pointless talent that i that i've had ever since i was that's a cool. teenager i did that's not know cool. that but it does not surprise me <laughs> <laughs> well it tied in with like i've always been skateboarder snowboarder thing yeah. so it 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 fit right in there um but on this as soon as you get launched like, if you don't sort of, because the first time I, I did it, I didn't know what I was expecting. And as soon as you get launched, if you're not 100% ready for it or know how to project yourself, like, you have zero control as soon as you are in the air. So when I went up, so I was like in a laying back sort of seated position. And then when I went up, that's exactly how I went up. And I went up and up and up. And I slowly rotated backwards to the point where my shoulder blades were just facing the water, but about like 20, 30 feet in the air sort of thing. And then just straight back down all the way, landed like flat on my shoulder blades oh. and back like into the water. I was like, oh my when goodness. I got out of the water, I'm like, honey, I need a massage. Oh gosh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. But it's, yeah, it's super fun. I'm, really happy to go again and it's it's gonna be our little getaway we're not staying too long just a few days uh enough to you know that like it, it's got a little town around the beach and there's all these restaurants and we got a hotel and there's the hot springs and they got this and um they also you can rent boats so we're gonna rent a boat and wow all right yeah we'll yeah so I, can i come <laughs> no <laughs> can i launch you oh i'm all yes yes the short answer is yes i'm all over that uh this looks Make like so this looks like fun man that's really that's exciting i'm glad hey you know what vacation's always much needed so i'm, I'm happy for you yeah um 
as for you touched on uh, the gunslinger a little bit earlier, I finished it. So I'm done the gunslinger. I'm done part one of the Dark Tower series. And I will be moving on to the second one. I don't know if I will right away because I'm going on vacation. Might wait till afterwards. Yeah. Um, depending. We'll see. But um, I. Drawing I, of the three would probably be a good one to, to read, like, in a beach environment. I could do that. Just just saying. Like, you'll see what I'm saying whenever you, you do read it. Okay, because I know they've already alluded, like, that he's already been told about his destiny, about drawing of the three. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, there's so much. Nate, get through the first one. Like, yeah. There's there is some confusion. Like I didn't understand. They they'll, they'll do like a flashback in the gunslinger, and they don't tell you they're doing a flashback. And I'm like, who are these characters? Who's Cork? What is happening? Like <laughs> like suddenly there's like all these extra characters, and the gunslinger has a different name, and you're like, what is like I don't like I'm so confused. And like I actually rewound that part sheep where they they do the flashback and uh-huh. like like four times to like understand what was happening but i understood it finally um Mm -hmm. that's the problem like i i get like add sort of thing when i'm reading books like i especially if it's an audiobook i will think about work or something while it's happening as yeah rewind rewind i have to do that sometimes too but but uh no i got to the end and i have nothing but questions like this this universe that they're in what is it like it's it's so confusing and then it leaves you hanging and then i looked it up it was five years between the first one and the second one uh-huh and i'm like you jerks <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what? you don't have to wait <laughs> i don't have to wait but then you did what's crazy <laughs> is like the the most recent like part seven or whatever like it came out not too long ago right yeah, uh-huh. like, in the last decade, right? Yes, yes. So, so it's this is like like forty years in the in the making so far. Crazy, crazy. <laughs>, laughs in a song of ice and fire. <laughs> yeah, no. So it's great. I'm I'm absolutely loving it. I I can't wait to dive into the next one and continue on in the series. Once I get into these, I get I get kind of addicted. So. um Game-wise, I have only played Hearthstone this week. I have not played other games. I haven't really had too much time for it. I've been really lazy after work recently. I've been getting home, and it's like, all right, let's get back into whatever game. And I'm like, or I could just watch YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey <laughs> we actually had a, a question uh, for you from the discord i know you answered it already but i thought for the listeners might be interested so yeah for sure let me um just pull it up real quick because it was about your um playing on multiple servers so this is from um jerowin i don't know if i'm pronouncing that wrong or right so i apologize but the question says hydra um are your alternate Hearthstone accounts still free to play? Does doing all the quests on those accounts feel like a chore or fun because you gain a collection for free? I'm free to play myself and I have just one account. When I don't finish my quests, I feel like I missed out, but I don't do it when I don't feel like playing. Can't imagine having to do it for three accounts. I enjoy listening to your weekly accounts uh, of the itch of doing them. I recognize it. 
So I love the question, and I thought, hey, if anyone else is listening and wants to know the answer as well. Yeah, for sure. So, yes, I am free to play on the other accounts with one exception. I did try to do the rewards track, uh, the, the boosted version at one point in time. So I did do that. And while, yeah, sure, it was quicker and I got my rewards quicker i don't know if i how much extra gold i really did get in the end because i i've also done it without it and at the end i still had like eight thousand ish gold so hmm. like i don't like i don't know if it was worth it. yeah i got the cool um skins and whatnot that came with it but hmm. like maybe i didn't have that sense of urgency because i had the pass so i didn't grind as hard but like there's no problem hitting to your level 100 without the pass right like it's it's not difficult you literally just do your daily quests your weekly quests when you get there like i don't sit there and grind out games on those accounts other than literally to try to keep my star bonus like that's basically it it's make sure you max out your star bonus and do all your daily quests and then i'm out Right, like I, I don't really play around over there too much, but my favorite thing is is opening those packs. Right, like I've I've played Hearthstone for so long that on my NA account I have cards, I have a lot of cards, and so it's not cool for me anymore to oh I got that legendary or oh I can finally build this deck. Like yeah. I've done all that, and that's kind of over, right? <laughs> and a golden common. <laughs> yeah i'm like oh whoa golden legendary doesn't hit that hard anymore <laughs> no, no, it, yeah, it's, it's still pretty cool but no you're not like that's amazing right so yeah that feeling is still there like at the with the other accounts when i'm busting open my packs i say i have eight thousand gold buy my 80 packs and then hit that rewards track and open more. And I'm like, Oh, what am I going to get when you get to the, it's like level 20 or whatever, you get a legendary and level 50. It's like, it's super exciting to see what I'm going to get. And like, I get that rush over there and then I'm like, Oh, what can I put together? What can I build? And I, I do end up being able to build competitive wild and standard decks based off of just the free stuff that I get based on my grinding. Um, part of the question or a big part of the question there was, is it a chore? And it can be, it definitely can be. Um, when I first started doing it, I did it completely out of boredom. Like, oh, okay. Like what? I just get to start this new account. It's going to be fun. And then I did that for like a solid year, year and a half. And that's when I got the third account and, <laughs> That I that it was exciting there too, and then I was balancing them all, and just every day came home, make sure quests were done, and it was easy. It was really, really easy to manage when it was super exciting near the beginning, and mm -hmm. then it does become a little bit of a chore later on. I find I'll either what I do is on the weekends I try to jam out all of my weeklies like the second I get them. So on Sunday. For me, it's like 8 or 9 a.m. Asia pops where I get my my quests. Oh, and I just yeah. jam them all out Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. Like, just get rid of them. Get rid of the three daily quests that I have. So I, like, 
try to zero it out instantly. Okay. And then at four in the afternoon, in comes EU on Sunday. Cool. And so then I do the same thing there. Three daily quests, three weeklies, try to re-roll weeklies that I don't want. Like, I don't want to have to play five Battlegrounds games when I can play one Battlegrounds game and get 1,500 damage in, right? So I'll, like, re-roll for stuff like that and just jam through them. And then, but there's times where you're busy, right? You're doing family stuff, you're doing oh, yeah. other stuff, and it will get pushed. You'll have, like, I'll, I'll come to my computer finally at, like, 10 o'clock at night, and I go, oh, no. I've got three dailies on Asia, and if I don't clear them, I'll burn one. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I guess I'll play, and it'll be like play three games with Hunter or something. I'm like, I want to go to bed, <laughs> but I'm just playing like three Hunter games just to get my 900 XP or whatever it is, just so I don't burn it. Jeez. And so that happens too. So like, it can become a bit of a pain, and I think that's only if you let it, because. It depends on your mindset. Sometimes, I, like, I will feel like I really want to clear it. I really want to clear it. And then I got to think about it and go, like, does it really matter? This isn't my main account, right? Like, I, I don't need to grind out all of these quests because I can just play on my main account where I have all of the stupid cards. So, right. like, <laughs> in the end, it actually, so you kind of, like, have to keep a mindset. If, if, you, if you have, like, a main account and that's what you stick to, you don't really need to put that much effort into your secondary account. If, if you just play it for fun, you build your collection, don't try to think of it as, I need to do it, because you don't. Nobody needs to do it. And But like you'll find yourself like trying to get them out, because you, know, you, you want to get all the cards. But as uh, strictly from someone who is 100% free to play on their main account, like we got in the question... Um, I can definitely see at, at that point, you do feel like you missed out on something, right? Yeah. Because uh, you don't put uh, any cash into the game. And if you miss that XP, then yeah, you can, you can feel like you missed it. But in my opinion, if you don't feel like playing the game that day, don't let it control you, right? Like, don't play it. Just, just, just don't do it. Don't log on just because you have to. And I know that I have, but it, I, I feel like it, it, it's a bit of a chore if you really don't feel like, just just don't do it if you don't feel like it. Don't let the game control you in that way. But I will say I have an absolute blast building the collections, building my decks. I've gotten to the point where I have a lot of competitive decks on the other servers, and I only build a wild collection because to me, it doesn't make sense on a free-to-play account and only my opinion to try to keep up with standard and I don't play standard a lot anyway. And so you build a wild collection and it's there forever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what a I good do. Mindset. Yeah. I craft all the main wild card, wild card. Hi, wild card. Yeah. I craft all the main wild cards that you need the, the main legendaries and stuff with an exception that we'll talk about a little bit later. But, um, yeah, I mean, if if you're enjoying the game and you want to complete those quests, just do it. But yeah, if if you're not into it and you want to go chill and watch TV, don't worry about it. It's play not the, the end. It's not the end of the world. Play the game because it's fun. Don't play it because you have you feel like you have to. Yeah, play the game. Don't let the game plague you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> there you go. There you First go. First part about 
Worst part about that, too, because it's like, well, because, like, I don't know if you have Hearthstone on your phone or anything like that, because it's like, I will catch myself. It's like, oh, no, I have two two dailies and a weekly left, and it's Sunday. What do I do? It's 10 o'clock. I'm going to bed. Uh, <laughs> not in, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought I was going to sleep at a good time tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know the worst is, like, on the Sunday, and it's like, use... It's got to be something that's ridiculous. Like use fifty hero powers, and you got to go to bed, and you're like, "Oh man, let's play Warlock." I got to use fifty. Yeah, you, yeah. You can just sit there and tap and kill yourself. You don't even have hey, to play the go. real match. <laughs> what does <laughs> play do with Warrior? Yeah, do the <laughs> odd Warrior bot uh, strat, yeah. but I, but but don't actually be but a bot. Just yeah, don't rope. Yeah, that will just, just push the button more faster. Longer. Yeah, push the button past turn. Push the button past turn. Ugh. Or you get yeah, odd pally reporting for duty over and over again, or there even pally. Yeah, but yeah. Long long story short, I get a lot of pleasure out of creating these decks on a free to play account. But yeah, don't let the game play you, like Sheep said. Good advice. Good advice. Yeah. Um, so that's basically my week. We did a little bit of co op on the weekend, which I had a lot of fun with. I'll talk about that a little more later. But it was really good week, and now I'm on vacation, so next week's going to be even better. Rockin' uh, out. Yeah. Uh, let's move into a little bit of some listener series news and see where we're at. Sheep. Yeah, so the listener series kicks off this week uh, with week one. So week one, our challenge this week is popper week. So um, all commons and rares and basic cards are allowed no epic cards or legendaries that extends to the core set as well so uh if you had the the basic variant of like flame strike that was that was you know you could use that one but you couldn't use the core set version because that has the epic gem on it kind of a clever little little way of doing that thing there right <laughs> so all commons and and rares and basics um, and we get to feature a match this week right after the show. So stay tuned. We're going to watch Maxi Bon, the runner-up of last uh, season's tournament uh, series format thing, uh, take on <laughs> Duo Cat in the arena. Duo Cat made it into our playoffs as well. So uh, an incredible, incredible match. Can't wait to watch them face off in week one in the popper week so uh if you're looking at having like a free-to-play account hey commons and basics and rares it seemed like a good idea for week one because it's you know everybody's that stuff everybody's got there's no crafting involved there's some you know this is not a super difficult challenge in, in terms of deck building and i think they we get more and more restrictive as the weeks go on but yeah, for those of you who are watching this live, uh, stay tuned after the show, and we're going to cast this match. So that'll be a lot of fun. And for those of you watching the video or listening to the audio version of this later, we'll we'll record the match, and it'll be up on our YouTube. And we won't spoil it, but it'll be a lot of fun. So check it out for sure. No matter the game, anything that has a popper variant is just great. It's so fun. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It, it, yeah it's one of my favorite kind of like go-to challenges because it's it's a tried and true and and always a blast to to navigate and to cast and to play yeah 
always so much fun. Like at this point in in, in time with the free-to-play accounts that I do have on the other servers, if I were to play in a tournament that was Popper over there, I could fully participate because I have collected so many of these cheap cards over over the years, right? So that's just another advantage. If if people like Popper, we should fully support that form. It's just such a fun little format, right? We don't see enough of it, I swear. It almost makes like when new sets come out, because like you know how they'll like power creep cards, like there was Magnetar Alpha for like the warrior one, where it's like it also hits adjacent minions. And then they made like Lakeside Thresher in Skolomance with the neutral common minion. It just makes you really excited for when new sets come out. It's like, oh Lakeside Thresher? Oh, this is so good for my popper deck. <laughs> yeah. That's a good perspective. <laughs> I mean, I, we we kept saying like, "Oh, this will be good in arena." Oh, this will be a listener series card. <laughs> yeah, copper yeah. <laughs> tier, got it. <laughs> love it, love now it. Now I don't. I have a replacement for Magnetar Alpha now. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah, so that is what's going on this week and the first week of season three of the Born to Be Wild listener series. Nice. So uh, that's the news here. Speaking of news, what's going on around the Hearthstone new zeitgeist, Hydra? The favorite thing that we like to hear is balance changes. So we already got another tweet from Dev Alec Dawson, and he has stated that uh, we have a bit of a schedule to look out for in the next few days here. And so it starts off with on the 31st of August, we are going to get two changes to Warlock. And it's already stated that they will be uh, upping mana costs. So we can maybe make some predictions here as to what's going to happen. But before we do that, the next two days after that, there will be an evaluation of the meta to see how it's going. And then um, on September the 10th, uh, sorry, not to two days after that, the next two, well, it looks like a, like a week, a week or two, up to the 10th yeah, of September. about a week and a half or so. Yeah, yeah. that they're going to evaluate the meta. And then um, we will dis- they will decide on the 10th if there is going to be more changes needed. And um, later in September, if so, those will be going live. And that will include some battleground stuff if that's what you're into. So first of all, we we've got two changes in Warlock. They're upping the mana cost. What are they upping the mana cost on? I can already <laughs> see that Shibo is like raising his hand. What what do you think? Because I see in the notes here that you said that Warlock cards are being hit. However, Alec Dawson never says cards just says two warlock changes upping mana is this make life cap cost three (laughs) yeah is this the very anticipated warlock hero power costing three or maybe four no (laughs) this is five mana hero power (laughs) the vague tweet the vague tweet means something Oh my gosh, that's so great! So, somewhere, I, I, Blue Train is laughing hysterically, and you you have hope, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel sorry for you. I was gonna say <laughs> the 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 warlock quest line. You know, all the quest lines cost one uh, to play the quest. They'll just switch it to five mana, and then you just can't play it until <laughs> turn five. You give us, you just we need a little head start. Um, yeah. 
No, uh, no. What they'll do is make Skulking Geist cost one. That sh they should do that. <laughs> then you could just. <laughs> oh, that would destroy the game for one day. They could do that. Well, so no, this is for real though. This is interesting because I thought about because we had said, hey, I don't like. I don't feel like Flesh Giant. Like the nerf was a big hit to it, right? It. Yeah. I mean, it still costs zero, so you know whatever <laughs> but he said specifically warlock changes and so it made me think well that's a dual class card so they're probably not going to touch that and that raised made me think that they're probably yeah they're probably not going to touch raised dead either oh no. i mean Please. they probably should but like i i kind of doubt that they will i mean who knows that this is not gospel here but i'm not sure like i feel like they have to touch the warlock quest line i don't really know what they do to it maybe they remove the lifesteal from the reward part or maybe they just make it cost more i mean he says upping mana comma feels focused like what does that even mean yeah it's so vague so in standard d6 which is the the six demon variant of the the demon seed is, is a big thing so stealer of souls um the matron where you you play it and it discards the the most expensive card in your hand mm -hmm. um and then of course dark glare um that's kind of the one of the kind of considered like you know top tier kinds of decks are they gonna nerf Stealer, which won't affect us because it's already banned. Uh, th they've already hit Dark Glare. Are they going to hit Matron? Like yeah. Nightshade Matron? Like it doesn't seem. I, like I don't think they need need to hit Matron. Are are they going to hit the um, free admission? Oh, these are too hard. I got to make these bigger. Yeah, free admission <laughs> seems like a good like a good one to me. <laughs> so uh, those are my pr proposed nerfs for the the patch notes from a while ago where i was like <laughs> all right we had we understand the demon seed um warlock is a little too fast so we want to try to uh slow down some of its major components such as crystallizer dealing too much damage to yourself so these are the proposed <laughs> yeah, this is great this is great uh crystallizer i don't think it, it... <laughs> Crystallizer giving you the armor, like five damage and the armor. It's an armor is, vendor, but better. <laughs> that's great. That's great. What do you think about the the warlock quest line in general? Um, it, I, I don't, I don't remember who said this. Maybe it was Goliath. I don't remember anymore. But someone was talking about um, the idea of warlock having to expend blood to get this great reward. Like it's, it makes sense thematically. Like, yes, I have to, you know, inflict pain on myself to get this great reward or whatever. Like, yeah, okay. Um, but why armor? Like, okay, yeah, deal damage to your health, but armor doesn't count. Like, if they did a tweak where armor didn't count towards that, that would, that would, that would probably, well, I feel like that would help. It, yeah, it that would help us in wild for sure. I I don't know that it would help in standard so much because it's not a huge thing there. Oh yeah, which is the only thing that I, I I think is kind of leaning towards that not being the thing. That's a format um, <laughs> because yeah, that's not the, only a format but the one that they kind of pay the most attention to because that's you know you, you have to pay to keep up with it. So that that's kind of the cash cow. I get it. Um, 
so I don't think that's that we're really going to see a whole lot from that that in particular, which is unfortunate because that would affect us a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'm looking. So I went to HS Replay and I pulled up the deck that has the highest number of games, which is the um, Quest Questline Warlock here. Uh, Quest Stealer Work Warlock is what it's called. Uh, this is probably your D6. Uh, mm-hmm. So looking at the cards with the highest win rate, uh, the Ruined Mithril Rod is the highest at 57.4%. And the next up is Free Admission. And then the other two are Hand of Gul'dan and then the Demon Seed. Um, and then we look at the drawn <laughs> win wow. rate. The Touch of the Naz- uh, Nathrezim is is drawn win rate 58.5%. Hmm. Uh, just really high and backfires 58.2 so I wouldn't be surprised like god what if they don't touch the quest line what if they hit one of these like backfire seems like a pretty good contender Um, I don't know it's like something they do just completely ignore the quest line unless they want to make cost 3 or stealer of souls (laughs) stealer of souls is another one the you know the mulligan win rate is low but but the drawn win rate and the played win rate played win rate is 62% and backfire played win rate 63.4% hand of Goldan is even higher, but like, I don't know. I, I think they'd hit hand of Goldan before they hit matron. What what was the, what was the quest line? Uh, win rate played win rate. Um, mm, hold on. I'm, Oh, uh, Played win rate is only 52.3%. Hmm. I'm just imagining when they say upping mana, Hand of Gul'dan will cost seven instead of six. <laughs> what a waste. What a waste that would be. So, mana. Again. <laughs> so, not only mana, but also mana cheat, free admission, whenever you, know, you, you, you play that, it discounts if they're both demons that you draw maybe giving it the the upside of the demons is a thing that they hit maybe they you know make you pay more to get it i, I don't know I, free admission wouldn't affect us at all in while <laughs> no free admission wouldn't but yeah i don't know i mean if if they hit the quest i'm totally okay with it because i have two copies same. So, yeah, I know. I do I'm too. I do too. Actually, regular one. Same. Same. I. I. <laughs> wow. I'm impressed. I do think. I think backfire is a is a candidate, and I think that would impact wild as well. Yeah, that one for sure would. By the way, looking at the the win rates in standard is one thing. Looking at the win rates in wild is ridiculous. Like just absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Drawn win rate. Uh, 82% played win rate, 92%. Like what? <laughs> Which card is that? Uh, that's, that's battle master, but flesh giant is oh, yeah. flesh giant drawn win rate, 84.8% played win rate, 85.4%. Like that's yeah, crazy. As soon as you draw it, you can play it <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Cause like I was, I was getting those screen caps for my video of like, what are the win rates for like dark layer, flesh giant, battlegrounds, battle master and demon seed. And I was like, 70s like i've never like last time i saw 70s was like when i looked over i think i saw the screenshot of like wretched tiller like hitting like 60s or 70s for that one week where like it was the combo to play 
I was like, "Golly, oh, Bob, howdy!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am undead. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. we'll we'll see. That's- I I mean, yeah. Okay, wait. Here's the stats. If you, I'll put them up on the screen. They're pretty crazy. Um, it's eighty-one point eight with the down arrow <laughs> 81.8%. That went down. Down. Right. And what's the worst one is the solarium at 71%. <laughs> That's just the mulligan win rate. Drawn win rate is up to 82.1. Isn't that and nutty? Yeah, play, like, play to 79. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's down. <laughs> and it's down. It's absurd. I mean, whatever. I mean, we don't know. They know they don't nerf for wild, and so you know. I mean, Dean said last week that they they did see Warlock as the outlier, and that it was like borderline on too powerful, and that they might touch it. And Hold so, on. I have a question. Yes. Why is the demon seed at um, the Captain the Mulligan not at a hundred percent? Was it? I nine point nine. Uh, misclicks. <laughs> That's gotta be misclicks. Kept ninety-nine point nine percent. Like two misclicks. <laughs> being on every- <laughs> wow. <laughs> like those people were really sad. Like no, I clicked on it because I liked it. Maybe they were doing their own drunk. listener series. Maybe they were doing their own listener series where everyone's playing Demon Seed, but everyone has to mulligan their Demon Seed. Oh, oh my gosh. Who can Ooh, dig that's a good idea. <laughs> I think that sounds it, like a lot of fun, <laughs> actually. I think uh, it was Jordan um, on the People's Champ uh, podcast. They were making decks this past week. Um, and Vapod, I, I'm butchering your name. I'm really sorry. I can never pronounce it right. Um, where they were putting all three quests in one deck, like yeah, yeah like how to play all three quests, right? They just made a YouTube video about it. Uh, so that's I saw Slizzle do it one time. We were you like spend channel points to make viewer decks, and I was like, play double quest mage, and he's like, mm, okay, <laughs> and then he's like, this was a bad idea. This I'm never doing this again. <laughs> Didn't Mark Nix come out with a video of like all the hunter quests and all the hunter rewards in one game? Oh my gosh, I need to watch that. Yeah, that's that wouldn't great. surprise me from him. He's awesome too. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That's great. Warlock Warlock win rate eighty four point seven percent on oh. HS replay. Oh. <laughs> I'm noticing. I have since like hmm. getting really serious into Hearthstone like last year. I'm starting to see a trend of like Warlock Boy Summers, right? Or it's just Warlock dominates the summer. Uh, Warlock it? tends to do. There was a meme going around recently that was like, it, you know, it was. It's that one from The Simpsons where like, was it Barney sneaks into the bar and Mo throws him out yeah. and then he walks in through the back. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um and uh, and and it's it's like that, but it's Warlock and it, it's it's always something new. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up because it's like. Darkest hour and snap and <laughs> it's it's in the Discord. Let me see. It's so funny. Um but yeah, it's uh So what you're saying is I should be playing Warlock. Mm. Oh, if only if you want to win but lose <laughs> your soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I I 
I honestly have not been playing the deck at all. I've been playing the other things. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being hyperbolic. If you're having fun with the deck, like that's all that matters. That's it's, so funny. It, it's just, yeah, it's it, it wins a lot, so it it definitely needs to be touched in in some form or fashion in our format for sure. Um, it uh, yeah, here Naga Sea Witch, and then it was Snip Snap, and then it was Darkest Hour, and then it was T- Wretched Tiller. And then it was uh, Stealer of Souls. Uh, and now it's the Demon Seed. <laughs> oh, man. Over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, it's just good Warlock luck for, doing Warlock things. So. Yeah, good for everybody who loves Warlock. Nate, Like your class has always been supported. That's true. Gold Daniel, your class has always been supported. <laughs> hey, Do you think it would make an impact if Flesh Giant cost... Oh, sorry. Um, Sorry, go on. You, it could cost ten. It could cost twelve. It probably wouldn't make a difference. So I was thinking like twelve would be like a good number for it. Twelve. I mean, they put twelve they put would be giant up five. Yeah, twelve would be interesting. Yeah. Like, because we all thought ten would be still still playable at ten, and yeah. like you don't even notice it at nine, and then and then it dies, and then you play Raise Dead, and then you play it for zero. It's like. Okay, uh, is I twelve? They could do that. I think. I don't know. Any time it's a flesh sp- giant was nerfed to nine mana. Oh no. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like, how embarrassing is it for Clockwork Giant like being one of the only giants available in standard, and then there's like flesh giant to compete with. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, like why would you ever play the other? Yeah. Oh well. We'll see. Hey, if you're someone who enjoys playing Warlock, now is the time. You know, get your get your golden hero power, get your 1K wins. Like this is this is a good time to do it. Yeah, yeah you have at least good- until the 31st, <laughs> so a few more days. So, <laughs> and you know what? It'll probably still be good after that. Yeah. It probably will. The only caution that I will give is if you're playing it. Probably don't accept friend requests because that is not a new friend. That is a new foe. It's a new enemy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't. be happy that, that you either won or that they beat you and don't 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 get sucked into that toxicity of at the end of the day, we like playing Hearthstone. If you're having fun with the deck, have fun with it while it's still there. We won't judge you too harshly, and we'll be here whatever the the nerfs actually roll out and maybe they, they uh, actually normalize the meta a little bit. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. I remember I, I didn't in the beginning of me playing this game. I didn't, um, I wasn't social in the game. I wasn't in any discords. I didn't really talk to anyone. And I remember going on Hearthpone and finding the aggro mid range shaman, the one with tunnel trog and totem golem. And I built the deck and I played the deck and probably poorly. And I got a friend request and the words that they used are not safe for work or family or anything. And I'm like, I didn't understand what I had done wrong. Like I really didn't. I was like, cause I, before then I just made whatever deck I thought Mm -hmm. was neat. And then mm-hmm. I net decked for the first time, and it was that deck. And people 
were very angry. This person, at least, was extremely angry. Especially since it was probably, like, a top-tier deck, and we were playing this at around, like, rank, like, 16 or 15 or something. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> They're very angry. <laughs> wow. Well, Sorry. It's happened yeah. to me today. I was really spooked. Like, I was, like, I, I, I faced... a. I face a seed lock. Very traditional. Died turn four. Okay, whatever. Um, and then he friends me. And I was like, okay, we'll see where this goes. So I typed this like big wall of text. Okay, I think I know why you're here. You're going to insult me. You're going to say something really <laughs> stupid. And I'm going to feel really bad about accepting this invite. And like I wait. And he goes, no, dude, I just wanted to say hi. Well, oh, hey, there like, you go. These, ex these exist? <laughs> oh, I know, right? So they're so they few do. and far between. Yeah, I usually will accept them because I'm like, all right, all right, bring it on. I want to screenshot it. We have a channel for that in Discord. Yeah. Uh, I got one last night. I was I was playing that fell demon hunter, and like I did not accept it. I just I was in such a bad like I had lost <laughs> so many games. It's like two o'clock in the morning, and like I needed one win to get my five hundred, and then like I got the friend request, and I was like, I. I just can't deal with this right now. De decline. <laughs> I, 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 re I have regrets now. Like I kind of wish I would have done it, but it was Ben Brode being like, Hey, I've heard your podcast yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I'm sorry about the demon seed meta. <laughs> you missed out. You'll never know. You know, you know what? Here's the funny thing. This is the funny part of it. The person's uh, username was Nightwing, like from Batman. Right. And I, uh -huh. and I was like, I was like, oh, I already have someone named Nightwing on my friends list who plays wild and uh, is like wanting to start up streaming. And then right after that, and so I hit decline and then I got a spectate from Nightwing and I was like, uh, what, what, huh, what, huh? That's spooky. And then I got my 500 wins. I'm like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, I can't think about this. And it was just, <laughs> is it, is it? It was such a like deja vu kind of feeling. It was like Nightwing alternate account. I don't know. Maybe I, same person account. But, <laughs> but there's so many things. Like, how many times have you run into like, you know, Silent Storm or like, Some, you know, yeah. Lucky Dwarf or you know, Sleepy Lucky Dragon pants. or Shiny Pants. One of the pants accounts. Yeah. I got really spooked back in like 2019. I thought. Kriparian was facing me because like the name was Kriparian, but like I guess I didn't catch it was something up with it. But I was like, oh my god, is this Kriparian? It's like I'm in like rank like fourteen at the time, <laughs> wild. So I'm like, no way, he can't be this low. I posted the Reddit and I was like, no, it's not him. This is him. Like, oh. yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Whenever I was still uh, not socialized in, in, into the the Hearthstone. Uh, uh, you know, social scene at all. I, you know, I kept on seeing Silent Storm. So, you know, at one point I, you know, added Silent Storm as a friend. And then every time I would queue into a Silent Storm, I would message that one and be like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And they're like, what? <laughs> they just never responded to like, anything i was like oh, all right and then what i know now you know i, I removed them because a we, we never actually exchanged any like words it was just a random silent storm silent storm 
emphasis on the silent there, right? Uh huh. Um, that's great. But think, uh, for for two, uh, I I didn't want to confuse all the other silent storms on ladders, my friend. <laughs> I think we probably all have a silent storm on our friends list, and yeah, you know, like Aramorn says, a night night as well. There's a I see that I, I all totally, the time. I, I, the, I googled Silent Storm because I kept running into Silent Storm. I'm like, who's Silent Storm? Is this person famous? <laughs> like, why? Why do I see this person so often? And yeah, great. Years later, you find out it's just an auto-generated name. Uh-huh. I'm sad. XX Silent Storm XX. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's move on to the next point that we have here in the news. And so this next one, as far as I could tell, dropped as a bit of a accident on purpose. Who knows? But it showed up on Reddit and it's about mercenaries. So Hearthstone just put it out there. They have made an announcement. Mercenaries is coming. There is going to be... Um, a release showcase that's going to happen on August 31st. I believe that is a Tuesday yep. at 9 a.m. Pacific, so Pacific time. Yeah, yeah, Pacific, yeah. And so at that point, uh, the showcase will feature gameplay. It's going to reveal a ton of its content, and it's going to announce the launch date of Mercenaries, and apparently a surprise or two. You know what's wow. <laughs> you know you know I was just thinking about this though um, August thirty one is is also the day of these warlock nerves mm. and so we'll probably get a patch push through where you can pre order mercenaries or pre order some bundle skin something from like mercenaries supposed to be free to play right but like there will be a, I'm sure there's going to be a thing. Uh, and maybe there will be new stuff in the in the store. I was complaining the other day when they were offering those gold bundles, and like I didn't get the big one, which is probably a good thing, honestly. Um, <laughs> but Nick said he's like, "Oh, don't worry, there will be other things in the shop soon enough for you to spend money on." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right." I mean, I'm trying danger, not to... danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> so like, mercenaries will be free but you can make it shiny for 20 bucks dude those battleground <laughs> skins are dropping all the time there's two bobs now it's like there's dragon bob and there's regular bob and, uh, and oh. oh my goodness yeah i'm not no one can convince me i'm not doing it i don't play enough battlegrounds can't do it but Maybe august 30th sorry oh no no go for it go for it I'm I'm really bad. I'm sorry, but I was just gonna say it's like maybe they could put a bundle in the shop for blood pressure pills. Cause like how can you <laughs> manage? How could you manage with the doubt with like being so depressed about the warlock nerfs and then like excited for battleground like mercenary stuff? It's like how how do they do this to us? They can't keep getting away with this. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or oh, here's five new uh, warlock skins so that every time you face against a warlock, you'll face against a different skin instead. Oh my goodness. Hey, there are Twitch drops by the way. This is crazy. I'm used to these YouTube ones where it's like you watch for 1 hour and you get one pack. Or watch for two hours and you get one pack. This thing says you watch 15 minutes and you get a pack. You watch 30 minutes, you get two packs. Like, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of in line with the Sea of Thieves Twitch drops. It's like 20 minutes if you watch a Sea of Thieves stream, then you get like an in-game thing. Just, I'm, I'm glad to see that kind of 
I like that they're trying to get people to engage with the content. That's good. Love to see it. Sometimes you can't spend an hour or two. I what I'll do is like I'm logged <laughs> in on my phone or my iPad and I'll put it up and I'll just leave it like when I'm at work. Like I'll have it on my like mini fridge in the back of the office and just leave it there and plug it in. So that you have a mini fridge in your office? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you fancy, huh? <laughs> so, do, so do I. <laughs> like we recently got one for my boss. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we're, you know, work didn't pay for it. I had to supply it myself. But like, <laughs> hey, you know, this is the nice thing about being the boss. And work pays for the electricity to run your mini. Fridge. That's right. That's right. Sounds cool. <laughs> but um. <laughs> yeah anyway so they said there's surprises whatever that means and now like let the speculation begin uh who knows but um yeah i think yeah shibo i think that when they initially released the year of the griffin roadmap mercenaries was supposed to come out sooner and then they mentioned somewhere along the lines that like they were still working on it or it was taking longer than they thought or something like that i think is that yeah, right? call an announcement saying like, "Hey, look, it, it was." I think it was around. Oh, I don't know. I, I remember when expansions got delayed like last year, and everything was kind of like pushed. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Look, it it's just going to be a while." So I'd rather have them do it right, as long as you know. I mean, this is cool. At least they're announcing it. I remember. I think they must have like learned their lesson when they released the like the teaser for the in-game tournament mode oh and then we, people kept asking about it and they're like yeah we're still working on it and people kept asking on it, they're still working on it and people kept asking and they're like yeah we're we're just gonna drop it it's too hard it just doesn't <laughs> we're work. no longer working on it <laughs> it was starcraft ghost all over again yeah and everybody got so um upset and bent out of shape about it so like i mean I don't know. We'll see. I'd rather, but honestly, I'd rather have them deliver a finished product than them say like, you know, here's this thing and it's not up to par. It is. It is yeah. funny though how this stuff works. Like Battlegrounds is still in beta, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like two years almost, and, and like the most highly engaged part of the entire platform, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I was like- I'm completely with with you I'd, I'd much rather wait for it to be like ready and and not have like a whole lot of speed bumps while we're just like waiting for it to like get ironed out and actually be playable um so if whenever it actually drops it's like hey ready to rock and roll i'm here for that <laughs> it's like i i've only thought about mercenaries twice this year once was when i saw the roadmap and then it just kind of like faded off and then the next time was a week ago and Goliath is like, hey, did you hear about, like, this? And I was like, whoa, mercenaries? Oh, that's a, that exists? That's coming out? <laughs> when? That's cool. Well, and who knows? I mean, I think this is, this is like, the announcement. But they said we're going to see some um, gameplay. Yeah. So showcase will like- feature gameplay, reveal tons of content, and formally announce the mercenaries' launch date. So that's cool. Yeah, so we'll know it all. Yeah, I'm excited to see what it actually is because it's been a whole lot of guesses and estimates and like, you know, breadcrumbs. But now if we're actually seeing gameplay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
right? Because like it's like, <laughs> oh, it's just going to be Slay the Spire. And then I saw some people going, it's nothing like Slay the Spire. It's like, okay, I have no idea what it is at all. Then I guess we'll find out. But no, that's really exciting. And that's going to be happening on Tuesday at 9 a.m. Right when I'm cleaning up my hotel to leave that day. Oh, guess I won't be watching. Oh, Brecito. Nobody tell me. Keep it in the spoilers (laughs) channel in the Discord. Yeah, yeah. Poor baby. Just uh... (laughs) a. It'll it'll still be there. It'll still be there. All right. Well, let's talk about um, let's talk about what we've been playing a little bit. Normally, we kind of like transition there's not any other news that i'm missing out on right dean's doing another ama right now but i haven't been watching so i'm not sure if there's anything new we can probably hit on that next week if there's anything exciting um but yeah this is the part where normally we would talk about like the meta or what decks we've been playing or whatever and so i i've been bouncing around with demon hunter and having a lot of fun particularly with like the fell cards and jace like i just love jace jace is like it's like nizoth but for spells right but only only fell spells i love spells (laughs) it's kind of like yog except except they replay the exact same spells so it reminds me of nizoth because nizoth brings back your same death rattles and he replays the same spells granted it's like yog because the order is um is random and so I was going back and forth. Ridiculous Hat is insanely high in standard legend right now with this Glide Demon Hunter deck. And I tried playing that and I was like, I just cannot figure this out. I can lose a lot with it, but I can't I can't win. So let me try something different. Looking at the win rate percentages, like Death Rattle Demon Hunter is still the highest win rate percent. I was like, well, I'm kind of bored with that. Like, it's fun, but I'm kind of like... That was Barons, and now we're in Stormwind, so I'd rather play something new. And so I tried this deck from No Hands Gamer that is... Essentially, it's like Fell Demon Hunter, where it runs all these spells. So Fell Screen Blast, Fury, um, Chaos Strike, Fell Barrage, and Chaos Leech, uh, and Metamorphosis that are all Fell spells. And it's got so much healing. What do you call them? Spells. <laughs> uh, and so, like you, you know, you, you're getting low, and then you heal. You're getting low, and then you heal, and then you play Jace, and all of a sudden you heal back to full health, and you attack for 15. Um, it's pretty great. I did learn something new today. That uh, Fury is the ranked spell where you get plus uh, different attacks based on how much mana you have when you play it. I was mistakenly under the impression that when you played Jace, Fury would replay at your current mana, and that is not how it works. Fury replays at what it was played at uh, when you originally played it. And so... um, I've been misplaying for the last week, <laughs> essentially. Um, we learned that one. I learned that from Sheep, so thank you. And we learned that, I think, from watching uh, some replays, right? When I learned that by playing against someone in Standard who was playing Jace Demon Hunter oh, right gotcha, before gotcha. the show. Hey, there we go. There we go. 
but anyways, this has been a lot of fun. It's not easy to play, but it is a lot of fun to play. And I feel like I can at least mentally grasp how to play it, where the like the quest ones and the glide ones and all this cycle stuff and the OTK, just I can't. I'm not there. I tried. I thought I was smart, but not that much, apparently. So anyways, this is what I've been playing, and it's been a lot of fun. So uh, I saw you posted this, and I was wondering... What is the no hands? And then so like, thank you for clarifying this, the name of the person who made it. I was like, Where is this name coming from? But... <laughs> yeah, this is this is no hands gamers list, um, and so it's it's been fun. It uh, is is not super easy, but it's definitely a lot of fun. If if anyone wants to see how it can be piloted effectively, I have some of the replays in the Discord. Um, where they were like good games. Uh, so is the optimal thing to do is then you play Fury, Fury. So you get the 10 mana crystals and mm-hmm. you Fury, Fury, then Jace. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cause then he'd play it two more times. Yeah. Yeah. So you that don't wait said, for to chase. Right. It, it kind of depends, right? If you need to play a, a, a Fury before then, because like you need to deal with the board or, or whatnot, then, you know, you you don't, you don't hold on to it for like ultimate value. You right? can't yeah, you can't be greedy with this otherwise you're going to die. Like yeah. these days Nage is the 10th mana crystal doesn't even exist. So it's like <laughs> you even wait that long. What's, and this is a standard deck, so they can go a little bit longer. A little they bit sometimes longer. actually see the 10th mana crystal. <laughs> yeah, what's interesting is this runs the OTK package. And so you can win that way as like an alternate win con because it runs uh, two Moargs and two uh, talented Arcanists and it runs Ilyanoth. And, but more often than not, like I would, I mean, if you're playing some super slow deck, like you can hold on to that stuff and try to OTK with Ilyanoth. But like more often than not, it doesn't happen. A lot of times what I would do is I'd combo, you know, Arcanist or Moarg or one of those with one of the fell healing spells and kill some, like you could fill, kill a flesh giant and heal for, you know, eight to 10 health at the same time. Like that's, swing. that's pretty nice. I mean, of course uh, they play raise dead and then they play another, uh, flesh <laughs> giant for zero, but like at least you healed. <laughs> Yeah, on on ten you can even drop a Moarg and then Jace, and then all of your like I beams and stuff ah. like that are still doubled, and they're targeted to your opponent's stuff, and so you heal a lot and deal with their board and drop your own board, and sometimes you deal with your own board too. Who knows? Many <laughs> it's Jace. It, many times you do. <laughs> Jace is kind of cool. It reminds me of Solarian Prime because it says, yeah, targets opponents if possible. Uh, so a lot of mm-hmm. times it's it's pretty cool. Uh, I will say with Arcanist, it's only it only says your next spell, so it won't do every single J spell, right? Right. But yeah, it, that that's why it's Moarg instead of the Arcanist if you're you're playing it with Jace. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's good. I mean, I've done that as well, and it's it's really fun. But yeah, you can't be greedy with it for the most part. Like a lot of times, you'll you'll have to play your fell spells to like not die, and and. But Jace is a pretty good finisher, and yeah, oh, it's, I've had a lot of fun with it actually. I mean, I'm I'm riding at like a fifty-one, fifty-two percent win rate, but it's uh, probably closer to fifty percent now because uh, I was like forcing this into a meta that did not 
was hmm. playing like nothing but elemental shamans and quest warlocks, but uh, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. And so if you're looking for a demon hunter deck, eh, a standard one, the demon hunter is just not good enough in wild right now, <laughs> but uh, this has been a lot of fun. So what about, uh, what about you guys? Um, looks like sheep. I've got, you've got a fun deck here for THL. Yeah. So I've been practicing a few different off the, you know, more off meta, off the wall decks in a prep for my THL match against Burnt this week. Um, one of the ones that I, I brought is uh, this Uther OTK Paladin um, that I appropriated from Raffle. Um, so it's a little bit of an older list. And if I had more time, like I said, work's been a little wild this week. Um, I would have probably made a few changes to kind of update it. No shade on, on Raffle's list. Cause it's great. It's just an old one from a, a meta or two ago. Yeah. Um, but seeing what burnt brought, uh, th- this may actually like get a W. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, Shmoopy Daddy and I queued uh, up against one another uh, earlier earlier this week, and Shmoopy did in fact pull out the W. I was desperately searching for I can't remember which which side of it that I was searching for Wild Pyromancer or the um, Libram of Justice, w- one or the other. Like I had one in hand and didn't have the other, oh. and I needed both to clear out his clowns, but. I got clowned on. <laughs> Was not to be. <laughs> so I, I think Schmoopy and I are about 50-50 in games. I, he may have a slight edge. I may have a slight edge. It, it's close, though. And ah, after that one, I think Schmoopy may may have the edge on, on our uh, lifetime series on, on ladder. <laughs> That's great. I notice you do not have an, a golden beardo yet. Is that incoming or what? <laughs> uh, probably not, truthfully. No, nothing against Auction Ma- Master Beardo. It's just very specific. Like, it's pretty much just Uther OTK decks that, that play them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't craft it. Please don't craft it. Not for no. me, anyways. <laughs> but it's a really fun deck. Um, if you're trying to play it on ladder, you will lose a lot of rank, but you'll have a lot of fun. Um, if you're trying to play it in a slower tournament uh, format, then, hey, you you may actually be able to pick up a W or two. We'll see if I do or not tomorrow, because um, that's when Burnt and I play. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah, so, the, the teams are stacked this, this uh, season. I'm playing against White Delight this weekend, and it's like, oh, no. Don't like, why? <laughs> Yeah, starting like last season, I think, is when the the teams went from like, you know, pretty consistent top to bottom to just like you said, uh, we're I'm playing, playing with no like top legend players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have fun. That's we, what matters. We will we're, have we're, fun, yes. Yeah. We're 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 not going in to try and be like the most hyper competitive OMG. We're going in to have a blast. Case in point, I brought an Uther OTK Paladin at the two seed. So, hey, there you go. We'll have fun with it and maybe win a game or two. Hey, there you go. Maybe, maybe win a match. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so that's mostly what I've been playing lately. Um, uh, case in point, I ran into Schmoopy Daddy. Nice, uh, nice. How about you, Shibo? What Shibo? What have you been playing uh, on the ladder or in casual or in solo uh, this go around? 
Um, before I get into that, though, I did want to ask this question about Nate's deck, the No Hands one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. with that, it, it runs Ilganoth, and it's like... I do have a question about that, though, because now that Ilganoth costs six, like, wouldn't you want to run the quests so that you could reduce the cost of that? Because it's like, if you... Because, like, I could imagine maybe there's, like, a turn where you could maybe get, like... Um, because when I was playing post-Ilganoth nerf, I was like, the quest is great in standard, because, like, I would just glide my hand and just draw Moarg zero, Moarg zero, Ilganoth four, <laughs> and uh, just draw my entire deck after that and hmm. just... And just... Um, pummel them but it's like do you think that ilganoth is like maybe superfluous in this list um you know i it's been okay sometimes i'll drop it for tempo sometimes i'll drop it if i can get a like eco win out of it it doesn't feel nearly as good at six i played it last night against a shaman like i just dropped it on the board and then this opponent like ran three minions into it to kill it and it was like Bro, you just did 12 damage to yourself. Oh. Like, Ooh. what are you doing? <laughs> and then I won, and that was my 500th game. But, like... <laughs> nice. Finally, I can get some sleep. <laughs> but, uh, no, I agree with you. It costs too much. Um, I haven't thought about... Um, I haven't thought about putting the quest in here, but I agree. Like, if you... You can pull off the crazy swing turns, especially the OTK type of stuff, but only if everything's discounted. Um, and it's not. The only cards that discount are Sigil of Alacrity and Skull of Gul'dan. And like half the time you're praying like that your skull draws something good. And a lot of times it's like, cool, I just got a Thalnos and a Fury and um, you know my Warblades. It's like, oh, that's not that doesn't help thanks anyways um i'll try it this feels like the, a pretty consistent list the card the one card that i'm kind of like meh about is metamorphosis because it costs five mana and a lot of times like i just there's never like a great turn to play it like you can use it as a finisher sometimes to go over the top and then jace replays it and that's kind of cool and like i've won that way but at the same time it's it's a little clunky. Like I'm anxious for them to I, revert yeah, the nerve. Yeah. Seven mana deal eight. <laughs> Meh. Metamorphosis. That's cool. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I I would be interested in uh in trying it with the quest and some more cycle to see. Yeah. I've tried comboing. I love trying to like mesh a bunch of different archetypes that don't go together in the same deck. Back in the day, I like way back when in Black Rock Mountain, right when secret paladin was like the deck I was like, well, secret paladin is cool, but like, it's kind of boring. And I was like, I really like dragons. So like, I'm going to make secret dragon paladin. And like, it, it wasn't good. It was really fun, but it wasn't good. But like, I enjoyed that. And so, uh, I experimented a little bit with like the death rattle package with this, adding the fell spells and Jace on the top end. And like, it's okay. There's a list on HS Replay. They call it like Fell Rattle or something. And like, it's so-so, but it's not... It's like, if you want to do the Death Rattle thing, like go in, all, go all in on the Death Rattles and have your um, Inquisitors at the top end. And that's better. Uh, I kind of feel like if you want to go in the OTK yeah. thing, 
like it's more of a build around. This is this is kind of an interesting deck. Um, and like the glide deck goes kind of all in on the new weapon and the tradable cards and the cycle and these playing those six, seven taunts for like one mana. Um, and so this is kind of in the middle. Like, I don't know that it's super competitive, but it's very fun. So I'm, I'm not sure. I bounced around all week playing with different Demon Hunter decks. And this is what I landed on as like the most fun. I just can't the glide version that everyone's doing really well with. Like I just can't play it. I I'm I don't yeah, know the momentum demon hunter. Yeah, it's great, my, man. It's really cool. I just am not good with it. My boomer um, moment is still thinking that like you can do Thorazon and Drakari Enchantress to get your combos to work. It's like ah, oh, the game's not that slow anymore. Can't do that. So it's I'm a nice it's idea. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just thinking, what if? Okay, so like Demon Hunter Quest, it goes off, and you glide, and you Thorazon, and you Takari Enchantress, then you Ilganoth and Jace at same turn. So, what if? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, if you can, if you can, it's crazy. It's really right. difficult to do because they got to be reduced enough. Um, right. And so you'd have to hit both from Skull, right? And even then. Is that too much? Probably. Oh, I figured out how you can do it. You it's queue like into an odd warrior bot. <laughs> <laughs> so play on Asia. Because <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I've been playing because, uh, well, I was trying a whole just like arrangement of decks to try to get the legend before playing AI in- inspired dark lair. So uh, like I was, I was like, well, what do I do? Cause nothing's working. Um, so I was like, okay, let's try tax paladin. I'd never played tax paladin before. And it was not very fun. I kept running out of resources. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and it's just like everyone, like I never fought the demon seed decks with tax paladin i was just fighting counters to demon seeds so they knew how to get around tax paladin I'm like this is boring i'm not gonna play this again I, um then i switched over to get meowth's uh tax demon hunter with the quest and glide uh-huh. um it's fun but it never beats demon seed and this is before the nerfs um so like i was i was very sad because i was like how did get meowth get like what like really high legend with his deck and like i can't i can't beat one demon hunter with it because he's sorry, really one, good I, that's i mean one demon with it yeah yeah that's yeah. the answer <laughs> he's good. it's like i can't i can't replicate this it's kind of like we were saying with like the glide combos it's like how yeah. do you this? so um so after demon oh i was just gonna say so you went in and dropped in the demon seed and hit auto complete and let it make your deck yes that's yes, i, I want to i was no no go for it go for it I, and i'll then oh. i'll add something on I was I was gonna say I was I was very scared to see how well it worked and it it was running Curse of Rafam and I was like what the heck it's I'm like this it actually got me a kill or two it's well when people were playing a bunch of Mozaki Mage yep. you know it'll kill you through the ice block but I I don't know how good Mozaki is now that they nerfed Flow and, and Spring Water like I don't know. I want to try this. I'm going to, I've got a couple spots available. So 
Let me uh, let me see if it builds the same deck for me that it made for you. Are you gonna do an AI complete? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So okay, so here we go. We do the quest line. I wonder yep. if you even need to put the quest line in, or if you can just auto complete. All you do is put quest line and then do the complete. Well, I want to okay. I want to try it with uh, Shibo's <laughs> method and see You're and then seeding it with the demon seed hey, <laughs> and then and then i'll do it again without and see it probably make the same deck all right so here we go moment of truth where, where does it spit out uh okay all it's it'll be should be on the screen but it's two raised deads two broomsticks two crystallizers one flame imp two kobold librarians one reign of fire Two spirit bombs, the demon seed, solarium, two touch of the Nathrazim, two tour guides, one defile, uh, two backfires, two dark glares, one happy ghoul, Lotheb, one battleground battle master, two flesh giants, two molten giants. No golden happy ghoul? (laughs) (laughs) I'm disappointed, son. Ouch. I'm surprised the AI still thinks that Lotheb is like something. It, it, it's like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> you just make it golden because I said that. That's so funny. There you go. There you go. There, golden happy. Are you happy now? <laughs> yeah, I am. Hey, I made golden happy ghouls like a very long time ago, and I was not disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So Keep this the pressure. Is, so this is. Uh. This is autocomplete plus the quest, right? Yep. It's the seated autocomplete. Seated. <laughs> That's great. Okay, and then here is... Are, are you sure you want to make a wild deck? Yes, please. Thank you. All right, so let me just... You can only use it in wild games. They really try to spook you out of playing wild. Oh, so snap. This is the Cataclysm version that it made. It's the discard. Oh, it's it's oh, it, it has the, in there already. <laughs> oh it did it did oh wow oh it very yeah, much mill warlock. yeah uh-huh. millock <laughs> ai knows yeah yeah rip well we know what's good if I mean, if anyone saw the tempo storm meta snapshot uh tier s has oh, two yeah. what is it two warlock decks and then uh <laughs> Tier one has one warlock deck, and then it's tier two. <laughs> I think that is accurate. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll oh, pull yeah. it up, but it's it's pretty it's pretty gnarly. So, as they called it, drastic times. Uh, <laughs> and Ridgemont High. <laughs> I know. Oh boy, you're the best. So's your face. Thank you. I mean, I- have you ever really looked at a hydralisk's face? I've looked at yours. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's great. Uh, what are you pulling up, Nate? Uh, this is the Tempo Storm meta snapshot. With uh, So this here's the current meta snapshot here. Tier S, Questline Dark Lair Warlock, uh, and Questline Combo Warlock. And then Tier 1 is Dark Lair Zoo Warlock. And then everything else is Tier 2. Pirate Warrior, Questline Pirate Warrior, Mozaki Mage, Agro Paladin, and Agro Priest. And this came out August 15th. So before. this is before Mozaki got nerfed. Uh, and Candor Slow nerf. So I imagine 
Mozaki Mage bumps down a couple of pegs. I don't know, but yeah, this is this is this is old. This is the newest one, so I imagine we'll get another one soon. Yeah, but, but any anyhow, anyhow. So, but yeah, no, Warlock is still good. Uh, clearly, very good. So, anyways, well, Hydra, what have you been playing? I know you did some. Uh, I so here's Hydra is like, hey, anybody? Well, I think it was me. Hey, anybody want to do some co-op? Hydra's like, oh yeah, I'll do some co-op, and I was like, cool. And then I went and played my like old '90s adventure games, and then <laughs> all, all of a sudden, it, like six hours had gone by, and I was like, oh yeah, co-op. Oops. <laughs> but you, but you did some, right? You you got to play some co-op. I think you were playing some uh, the Quest Hunter. Is that right? Yeah. So what happened was uh, this month I had not really. Other than doing my challenge, my daily quests, I hadn't really touched Asia and EU at all, and so I, I've cracked the the quest on Asia for the Hunter uh, quest line, and I was like, all right, I need to start playing, and so I was playing the deck to some pretty decent success, like a 65 percent win rate, like pretty good, nice, yeah, and. Um, I decided that maybe we should see what other people think because it didn't fe- like it didn't feel like I was actually winning that much because when I lost, like I was bricking, right? Like it was horrible draw, really bad, concede the game, like it, it wasn't really going so well. So I reached out to Blue Train and he's like, "Ah, oh, come over into Burnt's." Um, discord we'll, we'll we'll do some co-op so i hopped over there and um i brought this free-to-play deck that's uh the quest hunter and sheep was saying don't craft auction master beardo i mean in gold in, in gold, gold. <laughs> <laughs> so but... i didn't have when, when, when the stream so like or sorry when the, the co-op started i didn't have auction master beardo i had something else in place i don't remember what was there but because it sort of confused me as to why the card was in the deck at first, right? Because it basically does the exact same thing as what your quest reward does, right? Like it has the same effect. And so it seemed a little redundant. And so it was explained to me that, hey, you don't always get your quest off when you want to get your quest off. You can drop Beardo and you can you can go off early, right? And mm-hmm. it just sort of fills in that gap. And so we were playing some games. It was going great. I'm like, man, kind of sounds like a fun craft. <laughs> and this, remember, this is a free to play account too, right? And so, oh, wow. we, we there, there's a few people. So there was um, Rotted Zombie was there. Six J was there. Um, there there was a few people. NHL fan was there. And um, Blue Train and Blue Train's like, don't do it, man. It's it's your free to play account. Don't craft it. I'm like. Eh. <laughs> <Hit> the- <laughs> ah, the, the good old uh, reverse psychology peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, don't do it. I'm like, well, I do already have Uther. So if I craft Beardo for Quest Hunter, I technically have it for OTK uh, Paladin if I really want to. Oh my sure. goodness. Hey, that's yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, probably not the smartest craft. I don't recommend anybody craft Beardo if 
you know they're on a budget or whatever but i i did it for fun for for science oh <laughs> science <laughs> and i had a lot of fun to be honest and um i'm gonna say even though i had a decent win rate with this deck once i started playing in a group um i looked at the deck a little bit differently especially from nhl fan um he sort of put things into perspective a bit because so this is the odd version of the deck right so a lot of times i was prioritizing completing my quest and where i'm like all right i'm gonna play this card this card just to get the damage in and nhl's like no 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 no, don't do that just hero power don't forget you're dealing three damage with your hero power do that don't worry about your quest all your spells cost one we will complete it don't worry about it and i'm like but i want to do it now <laughs> and he's like the, the voice of no. reason <laughs> he's like don't, 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 don't save your spells it's fine and i'm like like all like disgruntled like okay. no okay now <laughs> i'll listen to you you're smart and uh it turns out he's right so nhl fan you're you you're a good player and you know what you're talking about so i listen to you and yeah it went well um and so we just climbed basically through the ladder up into to diamond playing and it was fun i had a lot of fun co-op is the best yeah it's so it much, really is it's, yeah it's so much more fun to play that way 100 percent agree yeah so i had a lot of fun with it this so this version of the deck is almost exactly what you'll run into on the ladder other than I don't have Barack Obama Cuddlebane. Oh, as, is that why? Is that what yeah. Scorpid is there for? That's what? why Scorpid's there. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't have Scorpid there in general. Normally, that would be uh, Cuddlebane, mm-hmm. and then um, I only had one toxic reinforcements, and so that's why there's just a random mystery winner sitting there, um, just for random. It's a one-one with random spell generation. Yeah. Just. I, I have a limited collection, so I'm like, okay, what's something cheap I can put in the deck? Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> and and some of the spells will do damage if you get uh, Explosive Trap or you get Snipe or one of those. Yeah, um, so that's what mm-hmm. the mystery winner there is for instead. So those are my substitutions. And Scorpid itself, it's still, like, it's a decent card. It's a little, you know, expensive in a fast-paced deck or whatever, but it... it, it you know, you get to discover a spell, and that kind of can get you there as well. I, I don't have that draw engine of the Kotobane in this version, but free-to-play account, and this deck still performed at, I believe, a 67% win rate. So oh, Wow, that's pretty incredible. Whoa, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so can't really complain. And yeah, like I said, free-to-play, and I had a lot of fun. And I think I'm going to continue to play it. I know Warlock is sort of the the name of the game right now, but I'm really having a lot of fun with Hunter. And hey, guys, if you want to get Hunter wins, you can get them right now because in Wild, it's not been so easy, right? Like we've had a hard time being able to get Hunter wins in Wild. So yeah, if you want to get them, you can get them now with this deck. That's so, fun, but man. yeah, I like it. Put put Koto Bane in there instead of Scorpid. It but Scorpid works just fine. And then, yeah, two toxic reinforcements. Obviously, it would be a lot better, but mystery winner works just fine. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have now. budget options as well. Yeah, I'd um, I like the comment uh, where like you had learned 
of like um was a hindu gel fan who was telling you it's like hero power don't worry about your spells we'll complete mm-hmm. your later just hero power it's that yeah. kind of advice that's like it's really cool to like take that with you and that's where it's like it reminded me of like when i when i, I learned from this pod uh, from this uh show uh nate was talking about how to deal with the secret mage players with like rigged fair game it's like just just hit face just go face Mm-hmm. getting the one damage in is better than them drawing the three cards and then like you'll pick a time where it's more comfortable for for them to draw the three cards rather than immediately so it's like i think that's really cool that you were able to take that nugget of like um play tips and then like it's going to stick with you and it's going to stick with me too so i think that's really cool mm-hmm. yeah for sure I, I i love those little learning experiences oh, yeah, that yeah. you get and the, yeah, like you said, they stay with you. So every time I play that deck now, I think of that instead of, you know, just throwing my cards out there and suddenly I'm top decking. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. So yeah, good advice. Yeah, that, but yeah, that's what I've been up to this week. And I think I'm going to continue to play this deck for sure. I like it. And, you know, before we switch over to uh, sort of wrapping up the show, I do want to say, hey, if, if anyone watching or listening is interested in co-oping, like reach out on the discord and whether it's one of us or someone else, like there are a lot of people who are interested in playing games together and uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Highly recommend. We have a dedicated co-op request uh, channel on the discord. So pop in there and you'll be able to find a a practice partner there for too long. Yes. hundred percent. So just to clarify then when you co-ops, is it that someone's spectating you while you're on ladder or are they taking like meta competitive decks facing you in a friendly game and then like teaching you how to like work around them? More the former. Um, so uh, there's like a, a co-op, uh, actually two of them, uh, voice channels as well. So even if y'all aren't friends in uh, the Hearthstone client or Battle.net uh, in general, you can also share your screen and, and you know kind of stream to that, that co-op group without, you know, streaming to twitch if you if you're not comfortable doing that thing as well um so it's a a much more kind of curated and kind of teaching environment um uh as well and you know even if it's not teaching it's just hanging out with friends there's that possibility as well without um having to to worry about necessarily uh kind of adding people in game um though obviously if you want friends in game i'm sure that you know, the people in, in the community would be happy to, to be your friend there as well, officially. Make it Battle.net, BNet, BN official instead of FB official, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, just, it's just as easy as just typing in the chat, hey, I want to do a co-op, and it's like no yep. reservations, no anything. Okay. No, yeah. Because I was kind of spooked by that. I was like, uh-oh, do I need to like be friends, like close friends with them? Do I need to do X, Y, and Z? So if it's that easy, cool, I, oh, I might pick up on that. Yeah, it's it, super it really casual. Is people like ben from work or blue train or like whoever any one of us will be like yeah i'm down i'll be there and i'm off work in an hour like it it, it happens and it happens quite quite often it's really fun it's a good yeah. way to like learn decks and stuff that you're not that familiar with or sometimes it's just fun to hang out you know whatever yeah even if you're not the one piloting and you're just kind of like hanging out with someone else who's piloting it even if they know the deck really well that's kind of one way asking them in real time questions and you know like oh why did you do that or like oh walk me through your play here can be really beneficial too without the kind of like uh you know text barrier that that's in like a, a twitch chat or whatnot as well um it's it's a 
really fun way of engaging with the game for sure. Oh, we, for sure. we did one last week with Ben um, and Pink was piloting and Pink was playing Questline Shaman. And oh, that was so much fun. It was so much fun. And I didn't know, like, I, you know, I had reached out, hey, is, is anyone um, interested in doing some co-op? And Pink said, oh, yeah, I am. And I said, oh, that's great. What, you know, what time zone are you in or when, you know, when do you want to do this? And they said, hey, I'm, I'm in Australia and this is, it's like the morning time, like for me tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Well, it's evening for me and this, this works out. And Sheep jumped on and Ben jumped on and I said, hey, look, I, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm happy to hang out and like, hey, I can learn maybe how to play this. And it was an absolute blast. And they're really good at the deck, like better than I was. And I, you know, I'm like, Hey, what about this? What about this? And there were some heads up plays that I didn't see coming and it was just a lot of fun. I mean, just to kind of hang out, watch and, and learn and, and stuff. And so, yeah, I recommend it. And it's all super casual. I mean, there's really no, there's no rules to it. Like all we ask is be respectful to each other and that's it. I mean, right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. And, and of course, you know, the, general like you know respect the other people no like racism misogyny that kind of stuff but uh, outside of like the normal social norms we're good yeah 100 percent. so anyways yeah if anyone's interested by it by all means like yeah check it out um we're, we're we're running a little bit late and we're about to start our um match uh, our listener series match soon but before we wrap up the show wanted to hit this week's weekly challenge and uh, look at last week's challenge as well so yeah. um yeah so last weekend on the show we had schmoopy mommy on which is really fun and schmoopy daddy mm-hmm. helped to create the weekly challenge which was kind of the spirit of the um you know new new player and so the challenge was to make the best core deck uh, to climb the apprentice ranks bonus points. If you can build something that someone can use from game one, meaning no unlocked cards, uh, it is a judgment call, but he volunteered to test all of the decks on the wild ladder, which in hindsight was kind of funny because they're all standard decks. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, um, yes. And so, uh, we, we did receive some submissions and uh, big shout out and thank you to Shmoopy Daddy who did test all of these uh, decks on the Wild Ladder. And the winner that he has selected is, drumroll please. Oops, that is the wrong thing. Oh, what? I didn't import it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> Keep drumming. Keep drumming. There it is. <laughs> Longest drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> all right ben from work ben from work hey. all the symbols yay so uh <laughs> ben created a it's it's almost kind of like a miracle rogue style with gadget and auctioneer and a bunch of zero mana and and one mana spells very aggressively statted with uh alex draws a life binder at the top and uh wow this is old some old school vibes with violet t-shirt as well so uh congrats ben i think this this is we haven't seen ben compete in a while so i'm excited uh so gg's ben uh i'll reach out and we'll gift you a couple of packs and bragging rights of course thanks again schmoopy for the challenge and for scoring the decks and for testing them uh at the cost of your own rank appreciate that very much 
So, all right, well, let's get into this week's challenge then. And um, Shibo helped us come up with this one. And so uh, one of the best looking cards in all of Hearthstone, Rotface, is making an appearance tonight. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, Shibo, can you uh, fill us in a little bit? What is what is the challenge for people? Oh, I was thinking, because you brought this up in like the afternoon, I was like, uh-oh, I got to think of something. So um, I remembered uh, building a big warrior deck, and um, I was on stream, and Okajak was there, and uh, I was like, let's put it in Rotface. He's like, no, Rotface is terrible. Don't do it. And... <laughs> Okajak was right. <laughs> I was like, this this should have been Bulwark of Azanoth. I, I regret putting Rotface, but I like Rotface. Rotface is a great ability. It just, it looks like a developer was like really angry that they had to make Rotface, which is why the stats are so horrendous. But um, with that, like, I do like the aesthetic of like Naxx Ramus and um Skullomance, it's like flesh giant and rotface i love those cards the aesthetic is really cool for them so like rotface oh like, okay so what can we do with this so i was like i did like a deck where i, I made a deck where it was like um it was uh, the risky skipper shell for warrior mm -hmm. so commanding shout and then provoke on rotface and uh you know just get every minion to attack it spawn some legendaries so the challenge then was like uh build um what did we formally like say for this then? It was um, that you had the make the biggest board of legendaries with Rotface, and this makes it easier now that we have the card Provoke. So maybe you could do like a uh, hand buff. Maybe you could do like a hand buff list where you can give old Rotface the stats it deserves. Maybe you could do Provoke, <laughs> Risky Skipper, and just one by one. Maybe you could find a way to like Wave of Apathy the enemy minions, then Provoke. Who knows? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. That sounds that sounds like fun. That sounds like fun. Uh, all right, all right. I'm here for it. Yeah. And so, um, typically, we have a kind of tiebreaker um, as to uh, you know, oh, it, say someone makes rot face, gets it hit six times to to summon six minions. There have to be some sort of buffing involved there, obviously, um, in order to to take six. What kind of a, a tiebreaker may be here? One of the ways that we typically do tiebreakers is um, the uh, stats. This would be completely RNG-based if if that's the way we go. Stats of the legendary minions that Rothface poops out. One possibility. Because, um, like, uh, would you feel it's more appropriate then to, like, do stats then? Or, like, win that game <laughs> with the big board? Hey, it's hey, it's up to you. Winning is is good. It's your challenge. Right. Uh huh. How about how about we'll just uh, how about just like biggest stats? That way, it's like I don't I don't see you winning with the rot face and board of legendaries. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I don't know. But I feel like maybe it would be easier just build the biggest board of rot of stats with rot face with the legendary minions, not counting rot faces stats. The legendary minions. That come love, out it, love it, love it. Yeah, they've got to come out of Rotface. You can't like sneak in a bunch of like, you know, don't put. You can't in... throw a Deathwing down or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> we're all making stinkies today. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's the name of the challenge this week. <laughs> all making stinkies. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. I love it. I love it. All right. So in order to uh, participate, typically we require that you play these games either in casual mode or on the ladder. Um, we don't want anyone to necessarily tank their rank doing this. Uh, however, you cannot do it against a friend. You cannot do it against the innkeeper or any other PVE content. It's just too easy. Uh, makes it not fair. So uh, take screenshots or give us links to your replays, either through HS Replay or Firestone. Post them in our Discord channel. Um, there is a channel in the Discord called Weekly Challenges. And uh, is that what it's called? Weekly Challenge? Yep. I think that's right. It's been a long day. Yeah. Uh, anyways, post it there. Um, oh, look, we both posted the Discord channel too. And it didn't do mine because I spelled it wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so post your screenshots or your replays in our Discord channel under the weekly challenges. We will review those. And um, in the event of a tie, we'll look at the stats. And so, uh, and then we'll select a winner on next week's show. And the winner of the challenge will receive two packs on us and uh, two packs of your choice. And more importantly, bragging rights. Um, if you are trying to find the Discord, the easiest way to find it is going to our website, which is born to be wildhs.com. If you click the find us button, there is a link to the Discord. So uh, anyways, yeah, very, very exciting there. That's, that's a fun challenge. I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of shenanigans we can come up with. I might participate in this one. Not that I can win, but uh, this, this one will be a lot of fun. And so, yes, bring on the stinkies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! By the way, Rotface being because having Knights of the Frozen Throne being very fresh on the mind when I first started Hearthstone, I was flabbergasted that they made something like Rotface starting in the game. I was like, wait, is it just like because my first interaction with Rotface, the opponent like pooped out a Deathwing? I was like, oh my god, this card! <laughs> this card's so good. When I played it, it drops out like patches and chameleos and stuff. <laughs> Maybe you can get another rot face. Hey, ooh. Oh. Rot face what squared. Are, what are the odds? <laughs> One in 586. I can't believe I had to actually Google that. I couldn't believe it was all the way back from Frozen Throne. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. Wow. <laughs> good times, good times. All right, well, uh, we are getting towards the end of our show. Before we end, I do want to say a big, giant thank you to the patrons of our show. For, for First and foremost, to Shokunin, who is the executive producer of our show. Uh, thank you very much for your support. And also a big thank you to our patrons who uh, help, help keep the, the wheels running behind the scenes. Uh, so big thank you to Disruptor108, Claudette G, Daniel B, Wildcard, Aramorn, Ben From Work, Turtle Boy, and Number Theory. Thank you all very much. Very much uh, appreciate your help and your support. If anybody who is watching or listening is interested in supporting us financially, you can do that via our website, borntobewildhs.com. If you click on the Find Us page, there's a link to our Patreon. Uh, there's plans like as low as a dollar a month that being said, um, any support that you want to give is a great help to us, but please do not feel obligated at all. Um, we, we're happy just to have you listening and, and having fun interacting with us. Um, 
Finally, if you're somebody who is on Twitch a lot and you're interested, we do have emotes that you can unlock of our cute uh, dragon mascot Nas here uh, that you can unlock by sub- subbing to us on Twitch. So if you got that sweet uh, Amazon Twitch Prime, you can unlock some funny emotes or something like that. But anyways. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey shibo thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight it's been an absolute blast uh really appreciate you donating your time and hanging out and 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 having fun with us uh hey where can people find you if they want to interact with you or watch your content i and by the way i would say one more time i highly recommend checking out shibo's youtube because the videos are absolutely glorious and i'm a big fan and thank you for that this is actually like the first time i've ever been invited onto a show like this or a podcast or anything like that so um so thanks for giving me the opportunity to kind of like oh that's awesome that's great talk about that stuff too um but yeah um so i have a twitter where um, you can catch all my video updates there or just like dumb things i find in game um i have a twitter is uh, shibo place x um i couldn't take shibo because there are so many shibos in, in the, he's in the internet so I, I, it's so weird but um didn't think about that after i made the name um but uh i have a, a youtube which is my primary platform youtube just type in shibo um watch out though be, type in shibo hearthstone because if you type in shibo you're gonna get sue shibo who was a hearthstone player back in 2017 so uh, you're gonna gotcha. get so you're gonna get sue shibo's videos and i'm like ah oh, man again I have a Discord um, to where um, I plug the link to my Discord in my videos. So um, you're more than welcome to go ahead and take a look at that if you uh, find your way through there. Um, and uh, I have a Twitch. I stream um, every Wednesday at 8.15 p.m. EST and uh, every Saturday at noon Eastern Standard Time as well. Um, so tomorrow I might actually do the rat face challenge, like on stream. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. How, how far this goes. Buzz. And I'm, and I get to see firsthand I've made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm down to <laughs> check that out. That, that sounds cool. hundred percent. Yes. Well, thank you. Very, oh, very, thanks. very cool. Looking on the screen. <laughs> As you can see, that's the storm wind flavor for Shibo and he'll change whenever sets come out. I love it. Absolutely love it. Actually, I think that uh, I think that you were the inspiration for us doing like we we kind of copied you. Where oh, really? uh, our our little dragon now we had commissioned uh, in some stormwind garb as well, and like loving the idea. Of uh, truths. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the sort of a thousand truths. <laughs> love the yeah. idea of of the outfit kind of changing with the. Um, as, as you know, as the expansion swap, and I know Sheep mm-hmm. that that Rue does some amazing artwork for you as well. Same kind of idea, and it's so much fun. Yeah, big fan. Very cool, very cool. All right, hey um, Sheep, where can people find you? Yeah, I can be found around the internet at Electric Sheep City at places that that fits, like Twitch, and at eSheep City at places where that doesn't fit, like Twitter. Um. So it uh, can be found those places. And thank you very much, Shibo, for, for hanging out and, and joining us tonight. It's been a lot of fun just catching up with you, getting to know you better, um, and seeing the the 
the the person behind the, the Shiva. It's awesome. <laughs> Super so cool. thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Hydra, where on the internet can you be found? You can all find me at Hydralisk underscore HS on Twitter and Twitch. And you can also always find me in our Discord, which I feel is a really great community that we've built over time. And it's it's growing more and more. And we have all the different channels for all the different decks. We have got the co-op going on. We just have something for everybody. So if you're listening and you've never really joined a community like discord or twitter or whatever it's it's a great place to be so i highly recommend you come check it out and yeah so that's where you can find me and also i just want to say thank you shibo it's been really great like uh it's really funny how you know you can see someone on the internet via their content and just on twitter and it's been a real real pleasure getting to actually talk to you and get to know you a little more and you've been an excellent guest and thank you so much for coming on the show. Nate. Now I'm wondering what, what would have happened if I just had the blue dog stand in the whole time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mystery. I don't know. Hey, I mean, <laughs> that'd be fun. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, where, where, where can we find you, Nate? Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you want to interact with me, uh, I'm very active on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Nate Wolf TCG. It's N A T E W O L F E T C G. Uh, more importantly, you can find the show and everything related on our website at born to be wild hs.com. And if you visit the website, we've got archives of all of our past podcasts, we've got all of our videos up there. Um, we've got links to a bunch of the stuff that's on YouTube. So lore episodes, if you're interested in learning the stories behind the Hearthstone cards, we've done some really fun kind of co-ops with Goliath, the dwarf, um, who has been an absolute, uh, legend hanging out with and telling stories. And that's been fun. And we've got some parody songs up there as well, which are just, it's just a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, again, if you click on that find us page, there's links to, the stuff where you can find the podcast, where you can find uh, the YouTube, you can find the discord and everything else. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and also hey, big thank you to everyone who is watching this live. Big thank you to the people who watch, you know, watch our content on YouTube and thank you. Thank you. Whoever you are watching this right now, um, or listening to it. We really appreciate you. One final thing before we wrap up the show for the night that we've been doing is uh, big shout shout outs to people in the wild Hearthstone community. And so I'm going to go first and I want to say a big shout out to that guy Floop who co-opted with me last night um, during my final uh, climb to 500 games with demon or 500 ranked wins with demon hunter and, uh, and I got to spectate him, actually. I, I was kind of playing casually on my screen, watching him play uh, this really, really fun hunter deck uh, in Wild that was running the Wolpertingers, buffing a bunch of Wolpertingers, shuffling a bunch of Wolpertingers into your desk, uh, into your deck, and then playing the Rat King. And and it was just so much fun. We had a good time. And it's like Hyder was saying earlier, uh, it's much more fun than doing it alone. And so even though it wasn't, you know, I, I'm sitting here kind of grinding games. Uh, it was really fun to just hang out with a friend and, and watch someone play and just interact. And so big shout out to that guy, Floop. Uh, thank you for hanging out and hope you have a great week. Um, Hydra, is there anyone that you'd like to give a shout out to this week? Yeah, mine is also co-op related. I 
spoke earlier about how I had a lot of fun and I learned some things and there was a bunch of people there and it was great. And so my main shout out uh, out of everybody there would be to NHL fan because like I said earlier, I learned something and that's something that I'm going to take with me. And so, yeah, shout out to NHL fan. Great player. And yeah, thanks, dude. Nice. nice. Uh, Sheep, how about you? Yeah, so I'd like to to give a shout out to Jordan for having us on uh, his uh, cute card uh, tier list uh, review. Yeah, that was so fun. That was so fun. <laughs> it was so, it was so great. much fun, uh, and I'm especially glad that that Nate then got to to uh, further see one of the the cute cards that we rated in that one in the Wolpertinger uh, later that same night. So so that's that's kind of a a cool little bookend to to Nate's night uh, before right. he even got to the the Golden Demon Hunter. So uh, special shout out uh, to Jordan for having us on. For facilitating that, for for kind of running that show, that that was a blast. And thanks so much for for putting that on and for having us there. That was that was so much fun. Absolutely, it was a barrel of laughs. It really was. <laughs> That's that is an inside joke right there. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, thank you very much, Jordan, and shout out to you, uh, Shibo. Is there anyone who you would like to shout out? I was hoping because I didn't know if I was like locked into one but you uh, you can say whatever you want to say holds out the friends list okay so <laughs> uh, um, so the guy who friended me today after he was playing demon okay. so, um, <laughs> silent um, storm yeah the first thing is that um uh so goliath the dwarf of course but uh, everyone kind of knows him around here but i uh, just can't i he he he's great and i didn't imagine that i could find a rando online as cool as him and i never imagined like six months ago or something like that like this this guy who's speaking like a weird scottish dwarf is and now he's invited to my wedding so it's like all right oh this that's is, awesome man that's great like, goliath the that, rando i like it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always feel weird about making friends with people on the internet because like i never even met them in real life it's like goliath is definitely an exception to that for sure um, and then um, it's a me shovel. Um, he has a twitch. Um, it, it, it's it's a me shovel, but uh, he he has been uh, really active in my Discord. He's really great at uh, pepping me up for Hearthstone games and stuff, and for streams. And he's great at what he does. I would definitely recommend him. He's getting into Wild more um, now, so uh, that's really great for him too and i would recommend him because he's a really cool guy to talk to on stream too and then namioki who is the um artist of my channel uh she draws the shibos um see she makes the the shibo drawings for the thumbnails too and all that so uh definitely recommend her she has an instagram it's uh namioki you can find her her art there but i would definitely um you know not just um not just because she's my fiance, but you know, because she makes great art and she's great at what she does. She truly mm-hmm. is, hundred percent. Can yeah. can confirm. Very very good. Well, hey, wiser words were never spoken, and you heard that on Born to Be Wild. Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night.
the power of the wild world. That was wild.